Talk Recorded live. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to another episode of the best show on Tuesday night. The show for the married man. The virtual show conversation for all men. It is, it is the book that can change your life. It is the show that everyone is talking about. Married men don't talk. We come to you every Tuesday night. Please visit our website, our brand-new website, at www.householdstress.com or at uh, marriedmendonttalk.com. few rules, fellas. No cursing and respect. That's it. Let's just keep it, keep it real manly. Just keep it real manly. Our topic this evening is very simple. What are the biggest problems in my marriage right now? What are the biggest problems in my marriage right now? All right, let's go ahead and put that disclaimer out there. I didn't mean to sit in your kitchen. I didn't mean to sit on your steps. And I surely didn't mean to go in your refrigerator and and, and drink up your Kool-Aid. But that's what's getting ready to happen tonight. So I'll start with myself. The biggest problem in my marriage is communication. And I'm proud to say that I'm a work in progress. I am getting better improvement, but I still need some work. Um, In the past, I I would just lie. I would just lie about everything. Good things, bad things, and, yes, the biggest thing, finances. Um, my wife and I never saw eye to eye on some of our uh, financial financial woes. We have been through a lot, and we have some difficulties sometimes financially, but we still, and she, no, but she still had my back in all decisions, and we were able to work out majority of them with God's help. Thank you, Jesus. Whew, no doubt. Um. What was the problem, you say? Well, she wanted to ask questions. She just kept asking me questions all the time. And then she would ask the same question three different ways just to get the same answer three different ways just to see if I was telling the truth. And it would drive me crazy. It would. I didn't didn't know. I didn't want to answer. When you get to the point, I would just get aggravated. I would just get so aggravated. I would start an argument or I would just get mad so I didn't have to say anything in the conversation to her. Has anyone else had this type of issue? <laughs> you know what? Actually, this is a week that I actually have a buy if I would choose to take it because I'm not officially married, but I live like a married man even though. Mine's is, on that one, is... She will ask me the same thing over and over again. And clearly, I know my faults. And one of them is, I'm not a patient person. I will starve if I got to stand in line too long. So, she has a way where she just continues to just ask. And I just answered that question. It's like, yes. She continues to ask. So she actually gave me a little idea or or, or, or a strategy that she came up with. 
she read somewhere where it says sometimes you have to go deaf, and I'm I'm gonna start practicing that at times. <laughs> sometimes you just have to go deaf. Now, you know, see, I, and I agree with that. But uh, but the other with me, and 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 it's because we're not in the same household. Is 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 time together? She's in another state. You know, and it and it uh, it really wears on me because I'm a touchy feely kind of guy, and you know, and sometimes I get mad at her, and I'm not really mad at her, but communication is about the toughest that that we're going through right now, and it's not like it's a game breaker, but. Is this a temporary separation or is this a permanent deal? No, 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 no. She's from Delaware. I'm from Maryland. Now, like, you got to move, brother. Well, actually, we're both going to move. See, if you're new to this, to my story, um, her kids, for some reason, feels that I'm, you, you know, that dastardly, dastardly McNasty. You know, and and I'm a type of person. I'm at at the age that I am. Seriously, I don't even care. I'm not trying to win friends. So there's no way that, and and we we talk about this, joke about this. We are definitely not going to have a Brady bunch. Are her kids still in the house? Oh yeah, they're still there. So you know, and trust me when I tell you this. This is something you really want to consider. What's that? I'm I said, trust me, this is an issue you really want to consider. You can't have a, an attitude of, I don't care, if they're still in the house. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We we discussed this. My stand is, they're not kids. I don't have to hold a hand. I don't have to feed them. They, don't have, they, they will definitely not put their feet under my table. They're 21, and... Soon to be nineteen, they're grown. Go get your. Oh, so they're not kids. No, to go. They are of age. Right. So my stress is over. See, my stress would be if they were like twelve and fourteen. Yeah, that's that's what I. No doubt. No, no. They're, they're twenty-one and nineteen. They got to go. Oh, they're gone. We gone. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were still raising kids and you were coming mm-hmm. in and that. No, mine's not. Mine is twenty one nineteen. They yeah, grow. Well, that's, that's a whole different ballgame. You know, yeah. and, and see, the difference is my sons respect her. Her kids don't even respect anything that breathes. Well, you know, wow. that might be a whole different issue that you look at because that might be something in her. Wow. Yeah. No, you, you think that the communication between her and her kids is just what's affecting y'all right now? No, 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 no. No, because... See, the situation is, is this. I call them demons, okay, because they just have that that spirit about them. Now, I told you before that their, that their father murdered his last wife on Mother's Day, okay? Mm-hmm. For some reason, for some reason... Her son put out there that he feels like she's responsible for that. Wait a minute, hold on. Who is it? 
Wow. No. No. He's at work. Did y'all want to talk to the host? I'll talk to them. I'm on the phone. Bye-bye. I mean, when he told me that he was back. What did I say? What did I say? I'm on the phone. I'll talk to you. Hi, I'm sorry. Sorry. So, so, you know, I mean, I'm, I mean, and the daughter is just, uh, I don't know. She's, I tell her jokingly, why don't you at night go open the door, look in the room, I guarantee you, you'll see horn. Wow. You know, and... They and honestly, and I told her before, the reason why we've been delayed so much is due to the fact that you're not going to be disrespectful to me and put your feet under my table. I don't have to clothe you. I don't have to feed you. I don't have to worry about you. You know, and I have nothing totally against them. I just don't want to deal. I don't want to deal with that. But you see, the thing is, they're going to be in your life, whether you like it or not. Uh, that's clearly understood, but I'm not going to stress over it. You see what I'm saying? I'm the enemy. You understand? They're not the enemy to me. I'm the enemy, so they'll stay away from me. The only thing is, you know, that worries me a little is how much of their daddy they got in them. You know, so my thing is, I'm ready to go south anyway. Wow. But, but see, walking into that and getting close to that, I mean, you're marrying into that. Yeah. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. But you got to understand, you're engaging on a fight that, that you may not want to get into. I don't see how it's going to be a fight. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't Babies, see. man, that's going to be a fight. You know, because they're her children, right? And... I, I'm not even going to be dealing with it. Yeah, but see, that that statement doesn't make sense. Okay, they are her children, but you will be dealing with them because they are her children. Yeah, They're going to be in another. your life. <coughs> They're going to come around to borrow money. They're going to come around to want time from her. No, 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 no. Uh, All uh, that let, me, let me add this in there, and I'm going to ask you, can you guess who this who, who, who this statement came out Which one of her children's mouth You marry him You not see your grandkids Then she has a son And she has a daughter Was it her? The daughter? No it was the son It was the son uh, I was talking the son was that Hey boy wow. You know so, but what do but, but what do they care at that age, really? You would figure. What difference does it make at that age? You would figure, uh, you know, uh, what? They can't do anything for me. Uh, I I'm definitely don't have to do anything for them, you know. So, get the problem is they don't have a life. Okay, they've been coddled. They've been nurtured, over-nurtured, shall I say, you know, and... And so the problem is, is they don't want, the, they don't want their mommy to, to they're leave. Afraid. They're afraid. Yeah. They're afraid because they're afraid to take care of themselves. But you got to understand, they didn't get that way they're on their own. Oh, and that's trust the way me, she I has know. raised those children. Trust me, I know. 
I know. So why, I mean, this has to filter into your choice for picking her. I mean, wow. it's a fact whether you realize it or not. And I'm speaking from, you're speaking to a man in, you know, in a situation with step, you know, been stepchildren, and, and it's a package. Even though they're not children, believe me, parenting never stops. Yeah. Mm. Just so because not- they're 20 or 21 or whatever you think, they, you know, whatever age it is, it doesn't stop. Well, see, the thing is, I'm not trying to get her to stop. Honestly, I've opened myself up to them. I did. Right. Okay. Um, they chose to make this thing. Now, right. now, whatever the situation is, I don't see it as something that is so detrimental to her and our relationship. How does she? How does she feel about it? She's okay with the stands her children have taken. No, but she realized that her children have problems. Okay. You know, and it's really, she, she, one thing I do say about her, and if it was different, it might be a problem, is she she has found out that it's not, you know how some parents are, my children never can do wrong and whatever. Right. You know, she's not on that one. Cool. You know. Um, she also realizes that that the reason why they dislike me so is because I am a threat of taking the, the cushiness away from them, which I'm not a threat because, honestly, I'm a family-oriented individual, you know. I don't have a daughter. She has a daughter. I was willing to, you know, that would be my daughter. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Can I ask a quick question? Sure. Do you think there's another root cause that could be affecting that negativity about you that either may have happened at the beginning of the relationship or something that happened in the past with a prior relationship that they saw their mother go through? The only relationship she really, this 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 is a ball here. She's really only had two other individuals in her life before men. Her marriage of 14 years. Well, no, her marriage went seven years. The divorce was 14 years. Mm-hmm. Um, he was he was a uh, absent father, and when I say absent, I don't mean financially. I mean totally emotionally. Um, he, after her, he married, uh, four times. That was just marrying four times. Um, pretty much, and I think she realized her mistake was, and I, and I did this with my sons when their mother lost her little bit of brain. Overcompensating for that absence. And that's what I did with them. I I got to the point where I was, like, trying to make up for her absence. And uh, her kids got to the point where, and and it's it's strange, I don't know, because, like I said, her son accused her because due to the fact that she wanted child support, you know, 
and that's I heard this verbally come out of his mouth that you're pretty much saying you're the reason why because you wanted money. And it's like this boy is lost his mind. That's child support that he did not look. Let me put this this way: he didn't give anything about his his daughter not having a coat, but I would have bought her a coat. You see what I'm saying? He didn't think about them missing a meal. But for some reason, and I told her this, it's like they holding us against you. You know, the guy was was, was not necessarily physically abusive, but he was just emotionally and financially abusive. You know? So... I've never heard it put that way, financially abusive. Right, because he 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 deliberately withheld support for his own children to use as a weapon against her. Mm. Wow. That's physical that that that's financial abuse. You know. I'm learning something new every day. And and you know and it's like they they have now my son's twenty one nineteen. They grew up around me. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I discussed it with them the time that I indulge in drugs. They don't do drugs. They don't drink. They don't smoke. And what I really like about them is they're monogamous at that age. They're not trying to be players. No, because their father wasn't trying. And I told them the one thing that they will learn is to respect the woman. Yeah. And no matter, you know, and the toughest part was trying to to explain to them why their mother wasn't around. You know, and the only thing I could do, I couldn't speak to them from... From my experience with her, you know, because pretty much I would have a lot to say. So I just told them that, you know, people sometimes have problems. They make mistakes. They do the wrong thing, and they don't really know how to straighten it up. You know, she, she went and did her own thing. Hmm. And I'm glad you said that because you kind of rolled into one of my next questions is that um, when we're talking about problems in marriage right now is that, you know, people's mood swings, loss of jobs or uncertainty about the future of their marriage, could that bring huge problems between husband and wife? The number one problem. <laughs> you think so? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. I said that um, in rolling what he was just saying, that um, what about mood swings or loss of job or uncertainty about the future of the marriage or future just at all about your life? Can that affect the marriage if you and the wife are having that type of problem? Yeah, because I think that displays a lack of faith and confidence. Yeah, that's how because that's how it gets those those things come into play to just to test it and and you know and you got to and you don't know who you who you with until 
those things happen, and you see how they react. And if the faith, if, if the faith is weak, then you know what you're working with. Well, that was good. Lack of faith. I had to write that one down. So if that person is going through some things, you start losing faith in them, or do you help them out with their mood swings? Do you try to figure it out? I think, you need to, I think you need to be in there for better and for worse. I mean, right. as we get older, we go through different changes. We go through different physical, you know, things in our body, and, and those affect us. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you got to be there whether, you know, I mean, it's not always going to be the good times. Nope. It's nice to say that, but, I mean, we go through different different challenges in our life, different seasons in our life. I mean, yeah. it's easy to be there when everything's great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, how are you going to be when things aren't? Yeah. You get the bad report from the doctor or, you know, when family issues come up or, you know, I mean, if if we're just going to bail when things get tough, I mean, what is that? You never know who you with. You never, you never know. know. You, you never know. You don't know until you hit those tough times. Yeah. yeah. When you hit those tough times, you find out who you're with. You find out who your friends are. Yeah, I was just, I was, um, and the reason why I asked that, because I was, um, I think, you know, I can see it happening right now, at least in in my relationship, is that my wife is getting unhappy with and uncertain about her future, just about her job, you know, um, the way they treat her at work. And I'm, I believe everybody's either going through it or has been through it at one time where um, there's favoritism at work. There's that uh, that thing that's called, uh, um, um, what's the thing called uh, when you've been there the longest? Seniority. Seniority, that's it. Where, you know, you got uh, these seniority uh, where these people get to go on vacation and you can't. And then legal favoritism is what it is, legal favoritism. Yeah, and and she's about sick of it. But going back to communication, our communication is as well. You know, well, Patrice, what what are we gonna do? I mean, I wanna. She wants to help me. I mean, she's at the point where she wants to do what she wants to do. She wants to live her dream now, but then she wants to protect the family too because. The benefits that package that we have is under her because I'm a independent contractor, so I don't have any benefits. So you know, I always told her, don't worry about that because you know, if I have to, I go get benefits. So you can do what you need to do. I mean, that shouldn't be an option. You shouldn't have to. That's my job to worry, not yours. And. uh you can see the mood swings when it comes to me talking to her at night. And I say, well, how was your day? You know, how was the job? Well, it's the same. You know, ain't nothing changed. You know, you can just see the mood just go, whoop, totally different. So what do you say to your wife when, when, when she has all this, this stress going on, I guess, in her? And you, you, you're saying one thing, but she's like, no. I understand, but 
every every time you have that conversation, it's like I understand, but you know, I think we just need to be there for them. You know, my wife is going through a very very stressful time right now. Uh, and you know, my job is to be understanding and and to dwell with her with understanding. She's going through a very very difficult time. Two weeks ago, she lost her dad. Uh, on Tuesday, she's you know we're moving her uh, you know her only daughter uh, away you know a thousand miles. You know she's going through physical changes in her body, all kind of things she's dealing with. And right now, my you know my my <laughs> job is to. to to be understanding and to understand that she's dealing with some things and, and now is the time I need to understand and not be demanding for me. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she needs a spa day. <laughs> yeah, I just bought my wife a spa package so she can go. I told her she needs to go on and go. Yeah, yeah, that's that. Because... You know, the problem when it comes down to, to things like that, we were, is encoded in us that the only thing we want to do is solve a problem. We just right. want to solve it. You know, just tell us what it is. And women can't just come out and tell you, you know, because they want to say it in, in their fashion, you know. But we so, just want to say, go from one to the end. Let us know what we got to do. Do we got to go put somebody in the trunk? You know, what do we have to do so this goes away? You know, and then women will hit you with that. I don't need you to solve it for me. I just need you to what? Explain it to me. What? You know, because if you if you if you fall back too far in in the background, then they're gonna look at it as oh you don't care. You know, if you try to push the issue of. Uh, you know what's going on with the problem, then you become part of the problem. So it it, it is a strange mix. It is it is difficult to deal with, and you know, and I think everybody's going through it because what it is 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 now that that your job really you've becoming the, the slave, and not the slave doing slavery, but the slave after slavery. You know, it's like where are you gonna go? <laughs> you know. You're going to do this mm-hmm. because you can't just go and find something else. So they use that against you. You're forced to work overtime because that's what she's going. My my girl's going through, you know. And 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 the thing is, if you choose not to do it, then you're worried about what they're going to do to you. You know, because you are taught you you just can't go in there and do it overtime. You, you know, so then they'll take the mandatory off it, but it's already in your head. If I don't do this overtime, what, they're going to get rid of me? You know, so pretty much now, you know, I, I, I was actually beating my head up against the wall because she wants a different job, but she didn't listen to me in the very beginning when she, her job, her, her job was was pretty much full, and they were giving away packages, you know. And this was like early in the relationship when we were together. And I said, "Well, why don't you just take the buyout? Then you got time to do what you want because they're going to pay a certain percentage of your paycheck for I think it was six months to a year. Get it run. No, I want to work. I want to work. Okay, fine. Now it gets to a situation where I'm a little pissed off because." I told you what you should do. 
You know, I mean, a lot of times, I know when I was in programming school, you know, you do, you write up a program and you come up with 99 hours and you sit there all day long beating your head trying to figure out what's wrong. Somebody walk over and go, oh, you got a syntax error. And you go, I've looked at that for an hour and missed it. You know, so now the only thing I can do is help her whatever way she wants to be helped. You know, and I, I don't give her too much on what I think she should do because one day she is going to come to me and say, well, what should I do? Because, see, she told me in the very beginning, this is one thing she told me. She said, I don't want ever. We have a problem, and you say you don't know what to do. <laughs> I looked at it. That's not a problem because I'm going to figure out what to do. You know, that's not even an issue. Good words. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Good words, good words. Anybody else? Well, listen, this is going good. But, we, I mean, one of the things we, we talked about last week was um, do we do we believe that we just married the wrong woman? Do you think half our problem is, is that we married the wrong woman? I mean, I mean, what really constitutes the wrong woman? I don't know. I mean, because that would that would be different from each man, wouldn't it? Right, because we're creatures of habit. We, we we're going to be attracted to the woman that we're attracted to, no matter what color, what shape. You know, if it, if if whatever you focus in that attracts you to a woman, that's what you're going to be attracted to until you break your own pattern. I had to break mine. My pattern was damn souls in distress. I'm coming to the aid. I'm going to pull you out. I'm going to be, you know, your knight on the white horse. Then they get a little stable. Then they won't give me a little problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's why I classify them as damn souls, damn souls in distress. Not souls, <laughs> damn souls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it, it, it's it's true. I mean, I mean, I mean, the divorce rate is at fifty-one percent. Um, and majority of men say, "Hey, I just." It didn't work out. I married the wrong woman. And and I always would say, and uh, Andrew, you might have to help me because you, you probably know about this one, is that did you marry the wrong woman or did you marry the wrong point of view? Did you, did you marry, you know, did you not want to go through the struggle of learning and building a relationship together? Because you're going to always have problems. You're always going to have some type of trial. That would, that's what built marriages. And, you know, if everybody's marriage was hunky-dory and it was the same every day, they would still have an issue because they would be bored. You know, I think that uh, more people's problem is their expectations. Mm-hmm. 
You know, I think, um, you know, one of the things I really think are a problem is people look to other people for their fulfillment and their happiness. And when they don't find that fulfillment and happiness in that other person, uh, they decide, well, it must, it must be, you know, they're the wrong one. Instead of realizing that that person can't fulfill you. If you're not fulfilled, you know, without them, you're not going to be fulfilled with them. Mm. You know, it's, you know, it's a situation that we are looking to people to do something in us that they don't have the capability to do. I really think that that it's the expectation, and you know when you get past that first six to eighteen months of what I call the warmies, you know that 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 feeling, that excitement, you can't wait to hear their voice and and all that stuff. You know, you you fall asleep with them on the phone. You wake up, and the first thing you want to do is hear them. You know, that's not love, but they they fall into thinking that those feelings are love, and then all of a sudden. Um, that's gone, and they go, well, I must have fell out of love. Got to find another one. You know, and and because those expectations are so unrealistic, they think that, you know, that um, those feelings of, 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 you know, excitement and, and, and that first, you know, first period of time is, is real love, and it's really not. You know, and they think that they're supposed to be in that state for their whole life. And, I mean, if we stayed in that state our whole life, we'd be whooped. We couldn't handle it. We'd fall out. I mean, you couldn't stay up till 3 3 a.m. every morning, get up at 6 and go to work. Oh, yeah. Okay, you you couldn't do it. So you know those 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 you know that you know that that beginning stage of the falling in love process is I think what people think love really is. And when you move past that and you find that love is not a feeling, love is not an emotion, but love is an action and a commitment and a covenant, and you don't want that because now that's work. Let me find somebody else that I just look at and I get that feeling. You hit it right on the nail. Nail on the head. Well, you know, um, one of our chatters said, you know, all it is is um, the biggest problem is selfishness. There you go. That goes into being selfishness, you know. Um, we can be selfish sometimes in marriage as as husbands, but when it when it's our lives, it drives us straight up the wall. That you know, selfishness can be a huge problem in a marriage. Does anybody got a, anything that they want to bring out on that one? Well, yeah, I, I agree with everything. Andrew said as well, but I think that we first have to marry the constitution of marriage first. We have to marry the idea of marriage before we actually marry some person. Um, I think that we get into it for other reasons and not realize what we've gotten into. And that's when you say that's the wrong person. But if you had no idea what marriage was and what your obligations are going to be and how your life has to change and the sacrifice that you have to make, you know, you're not going to be married to anyone. You know, um, we talk about people that 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 want to have that big day. You know, women that already got their wedding dress and no husband. They want <laughs> to be married, but they have no idea what you know what what comes with what what the Constitution says about marriage, what God says about marriage. 
So I think that once we get that down and we marry that commitment, then we can move on to actually adding a physical person into it. But you see, who's teaching what marriage is? Well, we, we already know nobody's being taught what marriage is about. Yeah, not I mean, anymore. Women's idea of marriage is the wedding day, okay? And men's idea of marriage is, well, I just kind of got trapped, and, you know, I guess I got to go through with it. Yeah. And uh, the chat room, people in the chat room said marriage is a self-denial discipline. Now, see, that's, you see, when, when you have that kind of idea of marriage, that marriage is going to be self-denial, you're going in with a negative aspect already instead of realizing that, you know, marriage isn't a self-denial. Marriage is a growth that you become one with one person. Amen. You see, but when you look at it as losing something, then all of a sudden you get in and you've lost something. Now you're looking at the outside saying, boy, I wish I hadn't done this. I wish I still could go out and chase little honey or, or chase that gunslinger in the bar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what do you lose? You come in one, you gain one more person. You come but in by yourself. Idea, and again, yeah. a lot of men's idea of marriage is just what that says. Well, you know what? Hey, this is what it was for me. I was like, look. You know, I'm getting the milk. I guess I gotta buy the cow. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, and and it was like, okay, well, you know, you're hitting it long enough to get upset long enough. You gotta marry it. Yeah, and now you got another income, and now you eat steak dinner. Yeah, yeah, that's a lie. <laughs> but I mean, that was the way I was at, and I didn't understand until I really understood what marriage is. I think, Tony, you hit the nail on the head because most people don't understand what the constitution of marriage is. And it's a beautiful thing if you understand it, that two be, can become one and work toward a common goal and a common life together because, see, love is developed. Love is an action. Love is over time. And, you know, it, it, it's a development thing that you know at some point, hey, this person's going to be there and, and have my back, and I'm going to be there, and we're going to be one with each other forever. That's a wonderful, beautiful thing. It is. It is. I mean, it, it sure beats, you know, you know, meeting a chick in the bar and, and, and thinking you're going to knock it out that night. Oh, what the right. heck is that? You know, Nothing. love is about overcoming together. When you know, when your wife is going through difficult times, to be able to sacrifice for you because you love her, not because oh, this is a requirement, because you love her and you want to do it for her. Yeah, and if and you really understand real love, then you don't have a problem with it. Because you know what, I'm gonna tell you what, the definition of real love was Christ on that cross. Yeah, that's right. And you, you said see, something that was I mean, very he, important. He, he was in the garden the night before saying, hey, I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. He had okay, to pray about it. But you know what? I'm going to do it because, Father, I love you, and, and, and you know what? This is your will. And the bottom line is there's going to be times in our marriages that we are called to suck it up. Reach mm-hmm. between your legs. Make sure you got some gonads and be the man that God called you to be. It's not all about you. That's it. And a lot of us miss that. A lot of us miss that. I mean, that goes back to that selfishness. It goes back to that lack of faith. It goes back to a lot of different things when you don't have God in, in, in favor. But you see, in, here's, in your relationship. Here's, here's the serendipity of that. When you get that, 
your wife will sit back and look at that and go, my God, look at the man that's been given to me. I'm willing to go out for him. Because there's going to be time that we're down. There's going to be time that, that we're in the wheelchair. There's going to be times that, that we can't do, and some women will walk out. Yep. Criticize. And some women will suck it up and say, this is, God, this is, this is my time. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've just lived through it. Okay? I've seen a man that, that abandoned his responsibilities and lived his last days without that wife by his side. Wow. Okay. for a man to live alone. That's right. It's sad. That's not the way I want to go out. Mm-mm. Okay. I, I, it, it, you know, it, it hurt my heart to see him go through that because of what he did. You know, his wife wasn't there. Didn't take him home. Didn't, didn't, didn't let him die in peace. Died before his time because of it, in my opinion. You see? And and you know what? It's our time to suck it up. Sometimes we got to take the hit. That's mm-hmm. what we're called to do. We're called to protect them. Take the hit. Be the man. A man yeah, isn't somebody that can go out and, and do what Tiger Woods did. A man is somebody that takes the hit for his family. <laughs> When his wife is going through, that he steps in and takes the hit and doesn't have to be the one to solve the problem because I'm a problem solver. Sometimes I yeah. just got to say, baby, I'm here. Yeah, yeah that's right. right. And, 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 and why are you saying that? I mean, I want to get to it. I mean, we talked about it a little bit before, but we really didn't go into it. And I heard this story every once in a while. I get to, uh, I hear a little, uh, one of those little strawberry letters of little Steve Harvey. And one day was that. Um, the guy was mad that his 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 wife got pregnant because he didn't already like the unruliness of the kids that they had, and he didn't want another. And he and he you know and he left the family because of that. He left the family. Yeah, because oh. they had another child. And he, and he blamed it, it on right? the wife. And he didn't want anything to do with it, so he left. Do kids, having a kid, raising kids, or disciplining kids affect your family? That's the question. Well, I'm going to tell you what. I'm going through a situation right now uh, that my daughter... And her husband just had a baby. And uh, he decided that at three weeks after having that baby, he's not happy. He decided to leave. Because mm. he's not happy. How did you become that way? I don't know, man. I'm trying to figure it out myself. The statement, it was... It was uh, how, do you, how do you walk out on your wife with a three-week-old? Because now he's no longer the baby. That's right. He's not happy. Okay, so, so when the attention isn't on us, okay, and and we got to stand up and realize, hey, it's not all about me, then we're going to break camp. That's pathetic. That is that really is pathetic. pathetic. That is pathetic. I mean, that's the I'm ultimate not... in selfishness, if you ask me. 
And I'm not going to tell you what needs to happen because you already uh, you already know. RideDown.com. I got a website. We need to go. We need to start doing RideDown.com and start beating the crap out of these guys. That's right. That's right. True, man. I mean, you know, and it's sad when when we as men do not teach our children what the definition of man is. And I really believe that that's the problem, that we do not teach our sons and our daughters, but especially our sons, what a real man is, what being a real, and being a real man is not doing the Tiger Wood. But you know no. what? It, it's two sides to that. It's for you to show them, and then they have to be baptized on the fire. That's true. You know, because... You know, I look at my sons, and 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 you know they piss me off, and I try to give them as much advice as I can. They listen to their peers. Then my oldest son, he he rolled out, which is good. I ain't mad at you. How you did it wasn't cool. I told him exactly what was going to happen, how it was going to happen. The only thing was he got a little longer life with it before it really. Dropped on him, so he had to come back, you know. And you know, and it's like, well, there ain't no use going through this. I told you so. I said, but what did you learn from it? What did you learn from it? You know, and you can tell them, and you can show them, but it doesn't necessarily mean they're gonna follow through. You know, but. You know, a lot of times, and it, and it depends, because a lot of times our examples are we were taught to be players. The more women you had equals the more man you are, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and with this young man, it appears that he thought marriage was a ride at King's Dominion. <laughs> you know, and then he ran out of tickets. So he figured, you know, I don't have to deal with responsibility. You know, mm. and and I explained to my sons and, and, and I told them, look, I ain't trying to stop you from being a man. I just want you to be a little smarter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you don't. The first, you know, they were young, and I sat them down. I said, I just want to know several things. Do you want to have a nice car or a nice place to live? One son said a nice car. One son said a nice place to live. I said, well, you don't want to make babies because once you make a baby, you're done. Mm-hmm. You know, and you 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 cannot go out and get that nice car because you're going to have to get diapers and formula and you're going to have to put your time in, period. And that's where that's where it's gone crazy is because there's been too many single mother raising sons and you, you know and and it's true. Oh, say that again. There's been too many single mothers raising sons and 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 I'm sorry to say this. I mean, step on nobody's toes, but a woman can't raise a man. No, no they can't. They can try. 
I mean, they do. They, they can educate. A, they can educate a son. They can put clothes on a son's back. They can tell him things. But when it comes to manhood, they they can give him ideas, but they can't really show. Them. You know, so you know, I I I really uh, that that hurts me to know that the young, that young man did that after that. But it it just comes down to he he wanted to be the only baby. He wanted to yeah. sit down in front of Xbox, and he wanted her to to, to play that that romantic role because that's all. The process is is the romance. Most people ruin their marriage early by how they get married. You go in debt from getting married, you must be crazy. I'm not going in debt because then you already then put pressure on your marriage from the get go. Yeah, I agree. But you know what I found out? It, it may be this generation. I, I'm not for sure. This could be going on for a long time, and I just never put my eyes on it and, and seen it. But men can be the most selfish, too, because, you know, a baby affects what they can do. You know, I think men as a whole are more selfish than women. Right. You might be right about that because because I found out that you know well let's say he was he has these dreams and these aspirations he got this brand new job and you know life is going so well and then bam here you come with the baby. Now as far as we knew it took two to stroke but it was her fault she got pregnant but it was your sperm that did it. But you're mad at her and you want her to get rid of the baby. Because it affects your life. So, and where I'm getting to is control. When 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 control comes to issues in a marriage, where we try to control the other person, is that a big problem in marriages? I think it's huge. Yeah, definitely. I think it's I think it's huge, and I think that. Sometimes it may be misunderstood, too, when you're dealing with someone that's already independent. And then your role is to be the decision maker. But instead of you being the decision maker, you're being called the controlling party. But you know what? That also comes down to the woman understanding what marriage is. Yes. Yes. Because I married a very independent woman. She was a single mom for you know, five, six, seven, eight years. And, you know, she understood what marriage was. And, you know, she went through some transition time, but she really did want, you know, a, you know, a godly man in her house. Mm-hmm. She she got tired of having to wear the pants. Yeah. Hmm. That was, yeah. And then do you think that's another big problem is that the woman has been wearing the pants so long that when she does find a man, a real man, that she doesn't know how to release Well, you know what I think? Ownership. I think that a lot of women um, are forced to wear the pants because we men, you know, give them the pants. <laughs> Uh-oh. And say, oh, I don't want to wear this. You take it. You take the hit. Mm-hmm. We deal with the with the problem. You uh uh, uh you talk to that person. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it. 
That's and then they different. see, you know, generationally their mother having to do it. And then they grew up and realized, you know what, the man I thought was a man, he walked out. Now I got to do it. And the next man I got, you know what, he's there, but he ain't doing it. If it ain't, if it's going to get done, it's going to be me. Mm-hmm. Did you say, did you say um, um, ownership, Patrice? Yeah. That's I did. a dangerous word. That's a dangerous word when it comes to a woman. <laughs> yeah, she, she takes Too ownership, much. man. Ownership and submit. Are those, oh, like, those, those two words right there. I mean, no matter how much Bible read they, they get, no matter how much, I'm telling you, those two words are just hard to swallow, especially the independent woman. They don't want to do either one of them. But if a woman truly understands what, what submission is, they have yeah. no problem with it if they really understand what submission is. And submission isn't ownership, it's not rulership, okay? Uh, submission is understanding that the responsibility of the family uh, was placed to the man by God, okay? And and the responsibility, um, you know, they're submitting to, to that authority that God placed. They're not you know, kowtowing to the man, but they are understanding what what God has put in order. And if if you have a house with 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 two heads, you got a monster. Yeah. Yes, you do. Okay. Yeah. If you got a house with no head, <laughs> you know it's dead. Some houses the kids are are the head, and you're really out of shape. Yeah. So anyway, if the head isn't right, something's wrong, and everything's out of place. Yeah. Yeah. And there are sometimes, you know. Um, abuse of authority. Let me not use the word authority. Let me just say abuse of one's position. You know, with the uh, this better be done. This needs to be done. This is the way I want it done. And men, we're we are we are guilty of it. I will say that. Food's got to be cooked this way. The house got to be cleaned that way. The kids got to be done this. Uh, all while I'm while I got my remote in my hand. You know. Um, and I think that that could that could sow a signal and make a woman rebel as well. Hmm. Woo. Man, this is getting heavy. It's only ten o'clock. It is only ten o'clock. No ten o'clock monkey wrench yet, though. No ten o'clock monkey wrench. But I gotta talk about it. We've all had that woman. Yeah. yeah. Don't even, you know, when you were going over a house and you were dating and you didn't even want to sit down on the couch because the house was just so filthy. Do we have marital problems when you come home and your house is filthy and your wife is not a cleaner? Oh, well, right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Or um, I don't know what you want to call it. I'm just going to say filthiness. She just dirty. Nice woman. Great outside the home, very educated, but she doesn't clean a really a clean house. We, we used to call that trifling. That's all it's trifling. <laughs> I heard that. Yeah. Wow. That's that. That's that. That's that. You have it again. The Constitution of America. Being able to change, being able to adapt to this new environment that you asked for. I mean, we asked for that when we got married. We said, okay, you know, all these things, I'm going to change. I'm going to be this person 
this better person, yada, 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 you know, and then and then you've got to clean. You know, when you were single, maybe you didn't have to clean because nobody watched, but now you got yeah. to clean because now it's, it, it, it's called consideration. You know, sometimes I live like I'm single, and my wife says, you, you are slipping again. I'm like, you're 100% <laughs> I get, correct. I that too. You know what I mean? She said, you, 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 she said, you know, and, and she's learned to say it in a way where I don't attack. Cause, you know, sometimes I attack, you know, and I'm like, hey, what are you talking about? You know, I did this last week or whatever case it be. <laughs> so now she's learned to come to me in a very soothing voice and say, I need that, that's you a smart woman. Yeah, I need you to. You know what I mean? And, but but it works. You know, the, sarcasm, the sarcasm doesn't work. It didn't work for her because I would do something totally different. You know what I mean? I said you, you, you have, your, your, your delivery has to be pleasing for me to understand you. When you come yelling and, you know, talking about whatever it is you're talking about, I don't hear it anyway because of the way you come at me. So now she's learned to come and say, okay. This is what we need to do. And I'd be like, let me get on it right now. You know, but, it, but I have to adapt. I'm not single. I live with someone. Half of mine yeah. is half of theirs. You know what I mean? So who am I to make a mess, even if it's my side of the bed and, it, and their side is clean, or my side of the sink in the bathroom and their side is clean? Hey, but don't. You know? I'm, not, yeah. I'm not afraid to admit I don't do it right when they say do it. I, I'll be the first one to admit I say, all right, I get to it, and then I might get to it later, and then, then maybe she might have to come to me again. But I'll eventually get to it. Yeah, but, but just because she asked again. me, I'm, doesn't mean I don't jump up and do it. I'll be honest with you, I, I, mean, I get in trouble for that all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's well, they expect us to do it like yeah. that, and I know I'm not. You, you know, I, I, I found that. And, and and I'm gonna tell you, I've been through therapy and, and and I learned some things about myself. And now I know that at any time, anything, I I can verbalize what my shortcomings is. Cause I I really don't care. Cause we we all got them, you know. But I said this before. My mother raised all her sons. Quote, clean, wash for yourself. Do not depend on a woman. When actually what she was saying is, I'm going to teach you to take care of a woman. I got that same conversation. Yeah. You know, so so the only thing my problem is, is if I tell you I'm going to do it, that doesn't mean I'm going to do it on Monday. I'm, I'm going to get to it, but it'll probably be Wednesday, you know, because I do things in my own pace. You know, and and it's just the person that you you marry, you live with, or whatever has to learn your rhythm, and you have to learn theirs. You know, my philosophy is whoever hits the house first, what's going to be? You know, it's you either going to call in or you going to throw what? Well, you throw it in a crap pot, you move on. See, it's, it's it's little dumb stuff is what trips you up. And I'm not married, but I've lived like a married man. Gotcha. Because I'm more comfortable in that type of lifestyle. Does it have to be a benefit for us to act immediately? Because, I mean, we're talking about, yeah, I may not do it today, but I may do it on Wednesday. Or I may not get to it now, but I will eventually get to it. But 
Is that because there's no benefit? No, it's just like, for instance, my father was somebody who would do something. You know, if he, he, because I came from a different household. My father cooked, my father cleaned, my mother worked outside the home. My father was a jack of all trades. He could lay cement, he cooked in the army. So I saw my father doing roles that most men saw their mother do. Yeah. You know, so right then and there, you know, that got me in the situation where, well, you know, I ain't expecting a woman to do this. I can do it. You know, so uh, this is why today any woman I've ever had in my life, no matter how or why we broke up, and I'm not tooting my own horn, I could go back with her. can go back with her. You know, <laughs> and that's the dangerous thing about it. You know, talking to old girlfriend and, talking about the idea that I'm the type of man where if I get something, I don't need to read the directions. I know how to do it, <laughs> you know. And the joke is, well, remember that cabinet that you, you didn't put together because, <laughs> you know, you just set it to the side and you couldn't find the direction, so it just sat there. You know, that's why I say you, you have to learn. You have to learn to be comfortable with the person because a lot of times, it, the way I look at it is this. I'm not a bill payer, okay? I'm not a bill payer. My girl already knows how I pay bills is not how she wants to live, okay? So guess what? You pay the bill. I'll put yeah. my money on the table. Just give me enough to get to point B, you know? But if you ask me to do it, then don't criticize how I do it. Let's play to your strength if that's the way you want to do it. Because my thing is, I'll pay somebody a little short this week. I'll wait till it get down to the cutoff. Then I pay the rest. Oh, no, I don't like it that way. Okay, then, guess what? You pay the bill. But, but is that really criticizing how you do it or criticizing the fact that you're not doing it? Well, no, it's, the criticism is if, if, if she thinks that I'm going to do it and I take it on to do it, then you have to live with the way I do it. You know, if the lights haven't been cut off in my process and I'm using it, then why are you criticizing? You know, she wants everything paid up, paid on time, paid to the hill. Well, sometimes it doesn't work that way. You know, so if that's your strength, it's just like if we go somewhere and you sit down in a restaurant and the service ain't the way you want it, you know, it's a certain way you do it. You know, you don't you don't piss the cook off and you don't piss the waitress off. Because <laughs> you don't know what you'll be eating. Yeah, so the first yeah. thing I do when I sit down in a restaurant is I'm going to get real familiar with the race, waitress because I know she's going to keep an eye on me. And if I'm a regular, I'm going to make sure she gets a good tip because she's going to make And if I don't like it, I send it back, I get up, I leave, and I'm not coming back. You know, if you have a woman that will sit there and she's not happy with what she got and she don't want you to say anything, you know, then it's like there's going to be a problem because I'm the type of person where I'm not going to deal with it. 
you know. But if it, don't say anything, I'll just eat it like this. No. You know, and my girl's not like that, and I'm glad because she's like, I'm not eating that stuff. You can, I'll sit here while you finish, and we just won't come back. You know, we we haven't even went back to the restaurant we first went on our first date to. Mm-hmm. And that's taboo as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> you, know, you go back to the place, your first date, she will not go back there. That's the last place she wants to go. Oh, hey, 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 uh, hey um, Mr. Host. Mr. Host, are you there? I'm here, I'm here. I was yeah, on yeah. mute. I'm trying to talk, but I'm here on mute. All right, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm still trying to get the answer to that question I asked earlier in reference to addressing their request on demand or later. Now, you okay. said you do yours later, right? But you do it. Yeah, I get it done, but she's like, you know, hey, you know, when you come home, you know, I drop my clothes right off at the, on the chest instead of hanging them up. And she says, why don't you hang your clothes up? I'm like, I'm tired. I don't feel like it. I get to it when I get to it. Okay, you know, now, I'm going to get to it. I just don't. I'm tired. Now, what about, like, let's just say she says clean the bathroom. You know, the bathroom's dirty. I need you to clean the bathroom. What if you just took a shower said, oh, I took a bath said, okay, the, the bathroom's dirty. Go ahead and clean the bathroom. Now, you may say, okay, I'm going to get to it eventually. Mm-hmm. And it may not be that day. It may be the next day. It might. Oh, I'm going to hear it. <laughs> but, but 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 see, that's the point that I'm trying to make. I think that the reason why it's that way is because there's no benefit to it other than cleaning the bathroom. But what right. if she says to you, you know what I mean, I brought this new toy home, and we're gonna need, we need to try it out in the bathtub. I need you to get the bathtub clean. I'm on. You're going to wait You're gonna wait till the next day, and you're going to clean it right there and there? I'm going to clean it right there and there. But what's the difference? That- the difference is you're getting rewarded for it. Yeah, but what's <laughs> <laughs> So basically what you're saying is her happiness of you having a clean place then and there is not a reward. Because I, I listen, I get a second win when we get rewarded. <laughs> I, I can get a second win. I ain't never tired when we rewarded. I'll be tired after the fact, go right on to sleep. But, but listen, we talking, we talking about now you want me to get up after I done took all my clothes off, I done got relaxed. I just want to take five minutes to sit down. Yeah, and then and then I want to get going and you know and and then you were talking about get up and go. No, no, we gonna. I'm calling one of the kids. Y'all go handle that. Nah, man. No, man. No, 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 no. You so you saying that if there's no reward, meaning. You know, that new toy she brought home that she wants to try it in the bathtub. If that ain't going down, then nothing else is going down. Ain't nothing else going down until I, I feel like getting up. Because that means I got to go upstairs. <laughs> I got to get the chemicals. You're going to get sweaty getting in that tub and getting get the green. Because, you know, if you're a good cleaner, you have to put all that chemicals down. You have to rub, scrub, get dirty. And then right when you sit back down, she's going to say, you smell like you need to go, you know, it's going to be something else afterwards. 
Yeah, but but listen, listen to what you're saying though, man. Is anybody else picking up on this, or is it just me? <laughs> it's just you, man. I'm trying to say. I'm just saying. Listen, listen to what you're saying. If there is a cookie at the end, you're not gonna think about getting the chemicals, getting dirty. You're gonna handle that business right then and there, right? I'm handling that business right then and there. <laughs> okay. But the point but I'm trying to make see, is, but don't you see that if you please her? All day long, it's going to be a cookie at the end of the day anyway. There it is. I'd rather not be treated like I'm Pevlog's dog, you know. Hey, mm-hmm. you know, you do the dishes and, you know, you'll get this because sooner or later, one of y'all going to get resentful. Talk <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> about it. One of y'all is. Mm-hmm. You know, because if she promised you something and you do it and she and you, you don't get it, then you pissed off. That's yeah. right. For sure. For sure. <laughs> For sure. You're going to leave me hanging like this? This is not fair. No. No. Can't leave a brother hanging. Not in this <laughs> day and age. <laughs> no. But, yeah, oh, man. This is a good conversation, fella. Good conversation. <laughs> I got to move on, though. I got, we got a little bit more to go. Extended family, man. Has anybody's extended family caused problems in their marriage? Or is they going they might be going through it right now. That almost brought me to divorce. And I said this on this call many times before. Um, where, you know, at the beginning my wife my mother didn't like my wife. My wife didn't like my mother. They just didn't get along, you know, when I brought my wife home, mom was like, I don't think this is the one for you. You know, you, you, you know, I didn't get that 100% agreed. I got a over 50%, but, you know, there were some concerns. And then it, it went from there to a while where to, we had to go to counseling where I almost walked out on the marriage because of my family, my extended family, not my wife, but my extended family. Because people fail to forget that um, once you get married, you leave your family's nest. And and a lot of them, especially some women, it's hard for them to let go of their family nest. Mm. And it can cause a problem. Has anybody else had that problem? No, no, I haven't. On my side, well, on my wife's side, but I have on my side, and I just have to handle it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I have to take charge of it because if you don't, people will run your marriage. There you go. People will run your marriage. People will run your household and not even live in it. Yeah, and I can't have that. Can't have that, man. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing worse than a man that doesn't have control of his household. Because if anybody can come in and go into the refrigerator, eat your food, and tell you what to do and what not to do, where to worship, how to how to talk to your wife? I mean, all these things. You know, my brother threw his in laws out the first time yeah. he came over because they didn't yeah. come correct. Sure, and how do you expect your wife to respect you after that? Because they watch it. How do you expect the kids? The kids watch it. Mm. And even though they may not say anything, they're like, "Man, Dad, you getting carried in your own house." <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Ain't gonna happen. Yeah, man, it can't happen. It can't happen. In-laws, you got to tell the in-laws, 
Y'all got to go. Y'all got to go. Thank you, but no thank you. Or whoever it is, even as your sister or mother, thank you, but I'm not asking you for your opinion, even though I know you want to give it to me, but right now is not the time. I don't mm-hmm. need to Or they hit you with, I ain't trying to get in your business, and then hush. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Why you tell me you're not trying to get in my business, but you get in my business? That's right. <laughs> but you want to, you want to say what you want to say anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't mean to, I don't mean to be rude. Then don't be rude. <laughs> <laughs> don't. Then keep your mouth shut. If you know you're gonna be rude, don't say don't. You know, I don't mean to be rude. You you mean to be rude? What I you think the problem comes in is when, depending on it, could be the spouse doesn't back you up. You become the villain, you know, wow. instead of 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 knowing that if if it's your wife, she has she she has to respect your house just as much as anybody else because that's your house. She makes it a home, but it's your house. You know, it's just like. You don't lose a fight in your own house. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You know what, man? No. You 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 just said something uh, key. How <laughs> detrimental is that to a marriage? You when your wife your doesn't. What, no, when your wife doesn't back you up. I I I think I would have I have a gigantic problem with it, and I already told her that that deal. You know, don't don't hang me out to dry. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. yeah. Hold, uh, hold hold your tongue. Hold your you know, I used to tell my friends growing up that you, you know, if we out and if you think I'm wrong, we both gonna be wrong together. When we get back around the block, then you can tell me how wrong I was. Right. Don't tell me how wrong I am in front of couple. If I make a move, follow me. You know what I mean? That's right. It may be crazy, but you already hanging with me, so you know I'm not gonna do nothing to jeopardize us. But if I do something, mm-hmm. don't tell me, you know, you got to cover my butt regardless. And then when mm-hmm. you get back home, you say, man, that was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <you know. laughs> yeah. What you did was just stupid. What you did was <laughs> dumb. And I ain't really want to roll with you, but you know how we roll. I had to roll with you because you're my man. <laughs> you know, I mean, we all been there, right? You're like, I cannot mm-hmm. believe he just said that. I mean, your friends will say some stuff, but I cannot believe he just said that. We get ready to rumble. I cannot believe we get ready to get into a fight over what this fool just said out of his mouth. But you don't know how you put in your money. Yes, we're going to go back to back. You know what I mean? We're going to fight our way out of this one and get back to the house, and then I'm going to cuss you out. It's got to be like that in a marriage. Well, you know, I may say something to your parents or whatever that maybe I shouldn't say. But don't, you know, take your side in front of me. Roll with me. And then when we get back home, you say, I don't appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Or whatever the case may be. Or you could have handled it differently. All right. Yeah, you got to have your role, bud. I mean, I mean that's the reason why she's the right hand of the family. Yeah, yeah. You know, hey, I mean, you see, I was watching National Geographic. You see the female lines. They hold that man down, feed that food. They'll say, all right, y'all better come eat because when, when Papa come eat, Ain't nothing I can do for you. And he come through, that's it. I mean, that, that's just what it is. But, yeah, extended family can really affect a marriage. And it's affected a lot of marriages. We probably did some research. 
I guarantee you we'll probably find that out of that 51%, not all of it was finance and not all of it was uh, adultery. A lot of that was because of the extended family. What about the wife's girlfriends? You might have problems with the wife's girlfriend. Being in, being in the business? They can't be in the business. Sorry. And especially if they're single. Well, I, I know that I've, I've witnessed this having sisters and majority, but when you when, when your woman's mad at you, if she go tell her girlfriend, you're done. When you have problems, because she shouldn't be going to tell them. Yeah, not, but, not marriage problems anyway. Well, what I'm saying is is that that girlfriend holds it against you, you know. For instance, my brother got was divorces were like they separated and all, and and she was actually thinking about getting going back together with him because they went through their thing. And the girlfriend made the statement to her, "If you go back to him, we're no longer friends." And she decided that that friendship was more important than her marriage. Mm. But then again, he don't need her. You know? And well, that marriage was doomed to, from the beginning. She already yeah. thought. You know, yeah. That was just a confirmation. You know, and then she regretted it later. You know, It's too late by then. Which brought bitterness. Then she got bitter. You know, because she listened to somebody else it didn't turn out the way that she really wanted. In other words, she should have followed her own instead of letting somebody hold a friendship, you know, because that means your girlfriend was the one with the problem. She was better. She didn't want mm-hmm. to get back to that. You know, and, and that goes both ways because a lot, a lot of guys, their friends don't want to see them happy. You got, if they think you got a good woman... And 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 they batting one fifty, <laughs> you know they could screw you up. Mm-hmm. Sure. I can believe it. All right, it's ten thirty, and we're getting down to the nitty gritty here. But has the wife's job ever affected the marriage? Maybe the time of her job or um, that man who keeps flirting with your wife at the job <laughs> or um, anything. Has the, has your wife's job ever caused problems in your marriage? Or if you know somebody where that, that was the case. That's a tough one, yeah. That's a tough one. I mean, if you're not in a position for her to one day just never go back there, then that's something that you just got to learn to deal with. Oh, well, that, you know, yeah. But for me, this has happened in my marriage where I literally told the wife that you're leaving your job. I don't care what you say. Because either you're going to leave your job or I'm coming up there and I got to handle some business. Now, which one is it going to be? Because um, she had a, 
uh, um, manager one time, I guess, snapped on her and said some 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 very rude things and yelled at her. And 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 uh, I still went up there, but I didn't go when I was overheated. But um, I told her that she wasn't walking back in this store because the next time you snapped out and I find out about it, you and I ain't having a job. And I meant that. Mm -hmm. He has no reason to disrespect my wife. Mm -hmm. He ended up getting fired anyway. But um, it was just the environment had turned bad. But she was willing to stick in because she's just a dedicated worker. And I said, listen, it's not going to be me or you in this job because I wouldn't put ultimatum on you like that. But I will come down there and show up at the job. I have no problem defending you at this job. And she was able to find another job, and she ended up leaving that job. But. It happened in my case. I didn't know if it happened in anybody else's case, but they just had to go down there and uh, defend their wife's honor at their at their job. Or you know, there's there's women that stay long hours when they if they get to pick up the kids, and now you got to pick up the kids, and it's starting to affect their job. Starting to affect their job or their home life. Or the home life, yeah. The job affect the home life. Yeah. That's a problem. You know. But when you say affected, is it because a lot of times it's going to be that male ego that might creep in? It's hard yeah, to yeah. find a job. Well, I'm not going to say that, but some some employers could care less about the family. They could care less about your responsibilities at home, about your husband, about your kids about your vacation time, about your sleep. You know what I mean? If you work there, you're going to give it all. You get home when you get home. You know, and it's hard. It's hard to tell a spouse to be understanding. Well, i got to work together. I know we had dinner plans, but i got to work tonight. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That, I mean, because once, once you tell a job one time, yeah, I you know, I'll come on in and do it. Oh, yeah, I can stay late. You're going to be their go-to person. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be constant, always. Okay, well, don't worry about it because we got so-and-so to stay late. She, they don't care nothing about the family life. Just stay late. Mm-hmm. I bet that's how they talk about people. Yeah, they don't care nothing about their kids. Yeah, they'll stay here another four hours, just more time for them. You know, so, so I mean, you got to, I mean, how do you, I don't know, how do you deal with that if your spouse is, is you know, consistently letting you down because of work? Hmm. It's very hard because you, you, as a man, you have to go in and and, and be direct to her and say, "Listen, I think this, this this job is not good for you." Yeah, yeah. But in saying that, you have to be willing to pick up that slack because now that's yeah. income that's not coming in until she lands another job. <clears throat> that's right. And what if she likes the job? Yeah, well, and, that's a problem. Because if she likes the job that's keeping, if she likes the job that's keeping her from you, that's a whole other issue. Mm-hmm. 
Do you like anything that keeps us from from her? Hmm? Uh, not to throw a, a monkey wrench in there, but to throw a monkey wrench in there. Throw um, a monkey wrench in there. <laughs> but do we like things that keep us from her? <laughs> I will tell you that I come home straight after golf. <laughs> That's right. I don't make any pit stops. I come home straight after golf. Fellas, <laughs> <laughs> time. I got it. I'm right here at it. Is that a whole other problem as well? That's a whole other problem. Man. That's a whole other problem. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Some of us like, I hear about guys, married guys, that play PlayStation a lot or Xbox or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And sometimes, it, you know, it's, it, 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 I did it once. I did it once. And my wife was like, are you going to play with me or the remote control? And I never went back to Xbox again. Uh-oh. I was like, I was like, no, no, no. You, you, I hear you once. We don't have to go back. You know what I mean? But, but there are certain things that we do. Pool, bowl, we do all, you know, a lot of things that, you know, that we tend to like more than being with our spouse. And I think that's just the bigger issue. Boy, you opened the door. Mm. Yeah. You opened that door. You know that, don't you? Yeah. Well, let's let's let's, let's walk on through it. Mm-hmm. You open that door because that's what we're I didn't open about. It. <laughs> Rodney opened that door. I, didn't open that door. <laughs> I let him take care of that. <laughs> Rodney opened that door. I'm, you know, I'm just riding shotgun. I'm open that. Almost that sex door is open. That sex door is open, and it's that time we're gonna talk about it. Is sex becoming a problem in your marriage when it's just not good anymore? You do it. You both enjoy it, but you really don't really enjoy it. It's not good anymore. There's no excitement. There's no kissing. There's just get on top, huh? There's no foreplay and wow. go to sleep. There's no 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 colorness or saying I love you after the fact or this was great. You just do your thing because it's just part of marriage and it's just not fun anymore. Are you asking how to are you saying how do we deal with that, or what was the question? How did you phrase it? Well, the, the question it goes back to the beginning of the, the topic. What are the biggest problems in our marriage? Mm-hmm. And, and is that a big problem? If when sex doesn't become fun anymore, when it doesn't become enjoyable, when you're not having enjoyable sex with your wife, isn't that a big wow. problem in a marriage? Uh, that, that's a problem. That's a problem, brother. That's definitely a problem. I mean, you know, men have uh, testosterone, and that's a that's a problem. That's <laughs> more than. But women. how do we get there, though? How do we get to where we don't enjoy our wife anymore? Well, I, I think on this show we've talked about many different things. We talked about weight. You know, we talked about maybe changes she goes through with menopause or. Not you know, pregnancy not feeling, or right after pregnancy not feeling 
uh, attractive anymore or different things like that. So she doesn't she doesn't act attractive because you don't feel attractive. Um, you know, but then, you know, how does uh, – what about the man side of that? I'm, I'm saying, you know, some of the things that women do to maybe make that happen, but do we do anything? Not to get off the – I'm trying to stay on your point, but do we do anything to escalate something like that or um, cause well, us yeah. not to feel more attached to her? Do we, do we look at other women? Do we look at pornography? Are we looking at things that just aren't realistic in our life? Yeah, I think we. Uh, I think ahead. we do. Yes, yes. I think we do. I think we indulge in things that maybe we shouldn't. But then I also believe that we indulge in things because of the absence of something. Uh oh. Um. Yeah. And 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 you what he said is profound. Well, what you said is profound because you said that you're still doing it, but it's not fun anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's not that you're being denied anything. Yeah. Right. You see what I'm saying? You're still being invited to bed and you're still performing, but it's not fun anymore. So it gets to the situation where, like, what do you do? And it's funny because I was reading something in the Bible earlier. It was talking about, you know, uh, if your eye causes you to sin, cut your eye out, which is very mm-hmm. difficult for us to do. But, you know, again, that's mm-hmm. not really what it means. But if your wife is causing you to sin, right, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Cut your wife out? I mean, think about mm. it. If 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 your marriage, if the sex in your marriage is causing you to want to do something illegal, how do you fix that? Because because we've got the testosterone going. We know what it's like to have great sex because we've had it. We've had it with this person. We know what it's like to kiss and cuddle and and have foreplay and run around the house butt naked and have tech sex and email sex and build up something. What what the man said is you just get in bed, nothing for nothing, you know, um um in the beginning, you just hump and go to sleep. No I love you, no nothing. When a marriage gets to that point it opens up the door for the next person to come in. Because you know what the next person's gonna say? I'm gonna give you all them things that you're used to. Mm-mm-mm. And what do you do? What do Uh-oh. you do? You go back to her and say, okay, I mean, because I'm pretty sure you've said, okay, this is what's going wrong, and we need to change it. And somebody says, okay, yeah, we'll change it, and then it never changes. Well, it may change for a month, and then it goes back to them. I mean, I, I'm starting to answer it, but I don't have an answer for how it got to that point. I don't think we we ever will know how it gets to that point. So, because just like you said, it's a, it's a cumulate, uh, it's a, you know, it's accumulated from a whole lot of different things that's just built up. So so let me ask this question. And it can be, you know, there's a lot of different things that could that could um, cause, I guess, well, I have to be careful how I say that. So it could be a lot of different things kind of um, reactive um, that, that we are reacting to, let's say it that way. But I guess we, in all cases, we always have to get to the root cause. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, what is the root cause? Well, what is it? Is it but, well, at the at the end of the day, is it? <coughs> excuse me. Something I saw on TV, 
Is it nope. wifey wearing the hairnet now and, you know, the pajamas instead of the lingerie? Is it uh, she's put on a couple of pounds? Is it, you know, just we can we can put a whole lot of bangs in front of the call on the show. We can put a lot of things in. What's the root cause of maybe why we're not enjoying it? Well, I can tell you one. Mm-hmm. Just look in the mirror. That, yeah, that's that's. I think that's the main that. one. It, it it has nothing to do with the lady. It has everything to do with the man. As, I don't as know. Steve Harvey would say on Family Feud, that's the number one answer. <laughs> because we have so much. Just like somebody said, we have so much. We have the pornography. We have the stress of of, of trying to you know keep the foundation and and, and, on, and on, the roof over our head. They have pornography too, and they got sure. male dancers too. We got stress. I mean, we what we have, they have. Sure, and, and and I'm not, and I think my point is that I'm not negating the fact that um, that there are aids to to this taking place. I feel in this way um, that there's you know there's different things kind of aiding and abetting this type of uh, feeling and attitude that we now have. Um, and Speaking for the woman, she kind of has to. She has to also kind of look in the mirror and say, "Okay, what's the root cause for her?" She can't point at me and say, "I gained a couple pounds," or because I'm not around as much because I'm hanging out at you know, uh, you know wherever I'm going. You know, Dave and Buster's hanging out at the seller's house or going golfing or, or whatever it is, and washing the car, whatever it is that I do. Um, mm-hmm. She can't. She can use all those excuses and say, "Yeah, those things are aiding and they're not helping." Um, and they're you know helping push her away from from me and feeling attracted to me, but at the same time, it's something that really lies in her. And I think at the end of the day, it has to be something that me and saying I'm losing I'm losing sight of what's valuable to me. Maybe I'm looking at the outward appearance of a whole lot of things too much, and not looking at what I truly fell in love with. Mm. Yeah. Well, one guy, yeah. one guy on here on the on the chat room said earlier he's not on the chat room anymore, but he said that he has no sex with his wife. He's struggling with impotence. Mm-hmm. He said he he didn't want to comment, he didn't want to share, but he would lie instead of telling the truth about it to his to wife. Her? Mm-hmm. Well, what and he is- said, and then he says he just has he just gets the Bible with a lustful eye. Yeah. That's wow. Rough. wow. I, you know, I wouldn't minimize that. That's rough, period, to be in that type wow. of situation. Mm. So what happens What happens when when you get to the point where the man just doesn't want to be bothered sexually? And then you got people in separate locations of the house. Uh-oh. You see what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it's not interesting. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. sex is no longer interesting, so it yeah, goes we, from it goes from routine sex to no sex, and then you're sitting there like, how did they get to this point? And I think mm-hmm. that's a sixty-four million dollar question. How mm-hmm. did they get to the rabbit stage to the no stage? Can I say something? Yeah, please. Please. You're either married to either married the body and the brain, or the brain and the body. Hmm. Okay. If you marry in the body and then you you, you get in the brain second, then 
you will lose, you know. Um, I'm lucky enough to be a creature that I like all flavors, <laughs> all sizes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not hung up on whether you are the classic, what they say, or you got a few curves, a little cushion somewhere else. I've never been that type of, I'm an equal opportunity, always been an equal opportunity lover. But anything gets old. Anything gets old. Sure. You know, um, my woman will quickly say, let's go somewhere else and do this. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that lets me know that, you know, it's not necessarily have to be the same ritual over and over again. You know, and it's it's always good to learn a new trick. I think it's deeper than that. And yeah, but can I, can I can I um can I jump in right quick, Tom? Go ahead, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, yeah, 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 Mr. Oprah. Listen, I'm gonna be honest with you, and I'm going. I think I said this on a call before that I was this guy in the past when me and my wife were going through our issues. She would be upstairs, I would be downstairs. I would wait till she went to sleep before I would even go upstairs. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I've it was just there. that. And, and it wasn't that I didn't love my wife. It wasn't that I didn't want to touch her. I was just that mean and hateful that I didn't want to be bothered with her. I didn't want to talk to her. Our communication was not there at that time. And. You know, and literally, I would just, I'd rather watch Skinamax than to go upstairs. Mm. And, you know, because, just because I just didn't feel like being bothered with it at that time. But, but, but uh, again, uh, and, and I don't want to dig, I don't want to dig, so if I ask something that's digging, don't answer it. All right. But how, how did it get to that? And again, I want to know, how does it get to that point where you're lovey-dovey in one particular time in your marriage or your life to I don't want to be bothered with you? And I know a lot of things mm-hmm. can happen. People can change and the, and, the, and the representative is gone, yada, yada, yada. But how do you get to the point where it's like, okay, now I don't want you touching me? Well, this somebody, go ahead, go ahead. This went back to what we talked about earlier with the extended family where we were going through the issues where um, the outside influence was affecting our marriage and we weren't getting along. And every time we would have a conversation, it turned into an argument. And and when I'm talking argument, I'm talking, you know, yelling. You know, and even when we did were intimate, we it turned... After we were in them, it turned into another argument. Yeah, been there. So, so why why go through that? Yeah. You know, and, and it took well, counseling to fix it. And once counseling fixed it, it's been only possible. But it was that situation where it was at that level where um, I was ready to give up. If we didn't have counseling, I probably would have been not married right now. You know what I mean? So 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 you're saying that the outside influence got into your bedroom? Yeah, it messed me up. 
And then and then to make it worse, um, you know, then those those things that that intuition, that woman intuition start kicking in. Where where um she thought I was cheating. And okay. I'm like, I ain't never cheated on you. What, what the problem is? And then then what I mean this is this is how weird stuff happens. Somebody called the wrong number mm. and said your man ain't S on the phone. She saved the message and played for me. Said you out here cheating. You, you ain't. Well, well, I'm like I don't know what you're talking about. Let's call this person up because I haven't done anything. But it got to the point then <clears throat> that um, that affects the marriage. Now, I was like, well, I don't even know what's going, what the problem is. I don't even know. Once we found out it, it had nothing to do with me, it was squash. But we did go through that time where when we were not getting along. She was upstairs. I was downstairs. You know, mm. we might say, hey, we we didn't eat. eat. She ate upstairs. I ate downstairs. And so wow. for the guest that's online, um, they're saying she wished that they can go to counseling. I think it's female, so uh-huh. and, but but um yeah, I mean counseling saved my marriage, man. I'm trying to tell you, I have no problem learning how to communicate, talk to my wife now. So how long how long how long was your counseling session? Was it a couple of weeks, or was it one time, two times, three times? I think we did about a month, maybe a month and a half. I'm not sure. But it was over. It was over a month. We we went like every Tuesday for a whole month and maybe a couple of weeks after that. But now, it worked. It took some time. And, okay, when we first went in there, to be honest with you, we scared the mess out of the, out of the council. Yeah. Because right when he said go, we started yelling at each other right in front of him. Until yeah. he was able to calm us down and, we were able to explain our situations, and then we were able to realize that we both were not listening, that we both were just throwing up our defensive mechanism, and we weren't mm-hmm. listening to the you know to each other, so because we're not listening, we never got resolved what the we never we just argued for no reason at all because we never talked about the main reason why we mad at each other. Wow, wow. So you think that people, people, and I'm just asking this question, you think that people need to learn to love each other again? You think it, that it's possible that we forget? Here's, 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 what, I, here's what I think in terms of, uh, and I'll give you a quick analogy of uh, I 12 years ago, I had bought me a Mazda Millennia. Loved the car. car. It was the best thing since sliced bread. You couldn't tell me that wasn't a Maserati. Um, and, I, and I mean, I was cool. All stock. You know, I didn't, no tent on the window. There was no new rims or anything like that. It was just, you know, I kept it all natural. And, uh, you know, I had the seat leaning back. You know, I, I had it all, you know, you couldn't tell me nothing. And, uh, but one thing, but I've always been bad at, and I, I'm still bad at uh, to some degree. I probably got a little better, but is you know not 
detail and not washing the cars. So you know, it might be different than the average man in that regard. Because I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't go like that. And so you know, the car, you know, the rims start getting all the brake dust on it and collecting on it, and getting stained, and you know, the car, you know, there's no wax on it, so all the water is just, it's just, you know, you know, you know what I'm talking about. So sure, sure, sure. Um, you know, after a while, it's like, you know, I'm making a few payments on it or whatever, and I'm like, uh, you know, geez. And it doesn't have that pizzazz anymore. And, uh, you know, I'm not flaunting anymore like I used to. When I pulled up, you know, when everybody know I was there. And um, and, and so after a while, uh, I ended up, get, about three years ago, actually, after a long while, I gave it to my oldest daughter. Um, and... She took it. She took it on, and the next thing I know, um, she has. She got it. You know, she got it all cleaned up. She had tin on the windows, and then she got some chrome rims. She had put on there some 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 uh, with them low profiles. She put on the car, and and that thing was sparkling, and it came up in front of the house, and I'm looking at it. My mouth hit the floor. I was done with it. Right, I, I was done with it. You know, and okay. It was, it's just time to get whatever or what have you. And uh, my mouth hit the floor. I looked at the car. I was like, man, now that is a beautiful ride. I wanted the car back. I told her that. I want the, I want the car back now. Let's work on getting you something else. Because I love the car. I always love the car. I love the model. Uh, and so, um, but, you know, I ended up getting rid of it and regretting it later on because uh, there was something there. I just didn't do anything different with it. And uh, same thing with the house. We, you know, we sit in the in the house that we're in right now. Like, ah, both of us are kind of like, ah, you know, maybe we should, you know, especially with the kids gone now out the house, and we're like, hey, man, we should, you know, maybe uh, swap, you know, move to another house or something like that, get get something different, something a little more fancy. We've looked around at some places, uh, but I don't we're going anywhere. But looked around at some places and said, oh yeah, we, you know, it's got, it's got this, it's got that, man, you know, because you're looking at model homes. So it's like, oh yeah, this. Man, this is this is this is what I'm talking about. This is it. But after some consideration and some thinking about it, uh, you know, we came to grips and saying, well, you know what? Let's do this. Let's tear this carpet up and let's put down some wood floors. Let's put some new splash, new paint over here on the wall. Let's put some crown molding around here. Let's do the, you know, do some upgrades or what have you. So my point in saying all of that is simply um, sometimes you don't need to get rid of something. You just need to do something different with it. Mm. You don't need to get rid of it. You just you just need to do something different with it. Get a new dining room set. Get a new living room set. Get a new uh, uh, a new carpet or new uh, flooring or something like that on it. Put some new lighting in there or, or any anything to do something different. So same thing with that relationship. Uh, you know, I don't think the answer is to give it away because then you end up regretting it when you see somebody else with it flaunted. You know, so but you know, I think I think within that relationship you can do something new. You can you just have to be. And it didn't take much creativity for me to re-splash some soap and water on that car, really, or to put the rims on it. That didn't take much creativity. She had more creativity than I did. But, uh, you know, the, the point is we can do the same thing within our relationships. I think, you know, if we, if we uh, apply ourselves, I mean, we can find all kinds of different ways to uh, renew that love or to have that love as it was in the beginning. Actually, I wouldn't even say that. I'd say better than it was in the beginning. And again, going back to the car, that car was better than what it was when I first got it. I mean, that thing—that was a hot wow. ride. 
Man, I, I, think, that, I think we can do that. That analogy yeah. was so on point. I'm sitting here like, don't, 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 don't do it right. Because I, I knew you were going with it. <laughs> I've been talking to you for some years now, so I knew where you were going with it. And I knew how you were going to drop it. But you know what? And I'm sitting here thinking about this, and I'm like, okay, so, so, so now the car goes, and now you see the car again, and you're like, wow. Those, those puppy dogs, those, 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 those loving eyes came back. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we think, and we're in a marriage, and then we get to this point where we don't want to talk no more. We don't want to sleep mm-hmm. together no more. We don't want to. We don't want to try anymore. We don't want to exhaust the options anymore. Mm-hmm. We're just not interested anymore. And then we split. Mm-hmm. And then you see that woman at the Walmart a year later, mm-hmm. and she done cleaned herself up, or he done hit mm-hmm. the gym. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You see yeah. what I'm going with this? And now they start to look, and you're like, wow, what happened? Mm-hmm. You look good. You see what I'm saying? That was the same person, but they didn't take time to exhaust the options at hand and let, it, and let it get out of control, and then you lose it just to find out that you really did have something. You really yeah, did have a great car. I used to yeah. tell them. I know. That was a great yeah. car. Mm-hmm. And you see what I'm saying? But now that you you see now somebody else, you said, okay, you you, you can go ahead and have that one. I'm done with that one. Mm-hmm. And, and you can go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I, w- I was just going to say that uh, you know, and the and the the short and skinny of it is, um, there was nothing, and, and it, I never had any problems with that car because you're right, it, it, it was a great car. I didn't have any problems with it in terms of how it ran or anything like that. Uh, it was a great car. Problem is. I didn't love it anymore like I used to. Hmm. And it was so, because of your neglect. It, it, well, that's what I meant. Yeah, I'm, I'm neglecting yeah. it. I didn't love it. If I had put some love and some TLC in it, like I said, it didn't take much. Some soap, some water, and some wax. It wouldn't have took much to make it sparkle again and make it look just like when I got there on the showroom floor, how it looked, well, not the showroom floor, but when it was on the on the lot, when I went there and looked at it and fell in love with it and said, this is the one I want, make it happen. I don't care if you put 50, 50% uh, uh, interest rate on it. I don't care what you put on it. That's gonna be, I want that car kind of thing. I, yeah, I was foolish back then. But, yeah. but, but you know, that's what love will do to you. But that's the same thing with the woman, right? You look and say, I don't care what I got to do. It takes you all out of character and say, this is, I, I want you. I don't care. Fellas are telling me I'm crazy. They're telling me I'm whipped. And I'm saying, yes, I'm whipped. I want it. I don't care what I got to put on it. I'm, I want that. If I got to get two jobs to save up some money, part-time job at Denny's or something to make me some money to get that ring, I'm going to get it because this is the car. This is the, the woman that I want. And uh, and at some point along those those um uh, you know, I guess with nine years before I gave it over to my, my my daughter. But somewhere in those nine years, I lost the love for the car. And then it wasn't until I saw it again before I got the love back. And I was like, oh, okay, I want this back. I seriously do. And you know, she thought I was joking. I was dead serious. Said, Let's look for you another car. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I never got the car back. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. But, 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 but look. That's normally what happens mm-hmm. because now, now you see that wife that's an ex, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Whoa, how did I, how did I lose this?" Or oh, that husband that's an ex, how did I lose you again? 
What and you know, and the question is, what went wrong with us? Mm-hmm. Isn't that the question? What, mm-hmm. what 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 went wrong? We were so in love at some point. You were my you were my favorite person to talk to. You were my best friend. You were my soulmate. And what went wrong? Why mm-hmm. are we not together? You know, and you kind of get amnesia. What, what happened? And mm-hmm. then they tell you, mm-hmm. you know, you didn't you 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 didn't wash my feet. You didn't go clean out the bathtub when I asked you to clean out the bathtub. Mm-hmm. You didn't tell exactly. me you, you you didn't hug me enough. You didn't tell me you loved me enough. You know what I mean? And little things that we forget that we forget mm-hmm. because we get complacent. That's right. right. And and look, see, it's not that it's not that they didn't do anything either within the marriage. It's not like they didn't do anything wrong. It's not like they didn't they didn't maybe yell at us or go off on us, you know, maybe or I don't know, or uh, you know, said some things to family members that they shouldn't have, you know, took some our business out into the street kind of thing. I don't know. They might have done some things too. But it's not a it's, and I'm not I'm not minimizing what they have done. I know sometimes you guys hear me on the on the call, and it sounds like I'm just saying, well, you know, you got to look at yourself. You got to go to the root cause. I'm not saying they didn't do anything. What I'm saying is you can't do anything about that. No. What you can do, though, on the other hand, is what you did or didn't do in that relationship. Like I said, I look at the car, and you know, yeah, okay, but the rims are stained, so you know, I could I could I could blame that on the car, right? Who told you to release brake dust? I, I could blame that on the car. At the same time, love covers a multitude, right? Yes, covers a multitude. So, so if if I'm, I, the way I'm always looking at it is, if I'm doing my job properly, if I'm loving you, and I haven't been stirred wrong on this, I know some brothers might have you know some different opinions on this because maybe you've been divorced and hurt before. But I'm saying from my experience, if I've loved you the way uh, my wife, that is the way. Um, uh, the way to always keep her looking brand new, whatever that is. Um, if if she's wearing, you know, these old clothes, this old shirt, raggedy thing to bed, but old pajamas to bed, then instead of yelling at her and saying, hey, I'm losing that, I'm not attractive, I'm losing my attraction towards you because you're done doing this and beating her up over the head over that, instead of doing that, why don't I just buy her some new stuff? There it is. And get rid of the old stuff. Now you now you forced you know instead of you running out the house her running out the house with these old mismatched clothes kind of thing um, to the store stop making you know not representing the house properly or whatever why don't I buy you a new jogging suit that way you ain't wearing all these different pieces of jogging suits to the store instead of complaining about that why don't I approach it a whole nother way so 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 be proactive yes be proactive and and I don't and, like and, and, and again and again you. You just spoke to the issue that I think that a lot of people deal with because we sit around. I mean, I know I did it in my first marriage. I complained so much about my wife. I mm-hmm. spent more time complaining about it than trying to fix it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I thought that the complaining part was going to be, okay, maybe she ain't hearing me. Let me complain some more. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, maybe she just didn't know. Yeah. Right, right. Maybe she just didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Maybe to me, I'm thinking, man, she's dumb. And, I'm, and, and again, I'm not saying that she's dumb. I'm just saying in my mind, I'm, why doesn't she understand that this is a marriage and these are the things that you have to do? You have to make your man happy. You know what I mean? Instead of doing like what you said and said, okay, well, let me be proactive. Let me figure out what the problem is, what where the communication gap is, and let me try to fill it. 
you know, mm-hmm. and then keep doing my one. See, if I did my 100% consistently, then maybe at some point her 50% might come to 80%, mm-hmm. then to 90%, right. then to 100%. But if I'm not doing my 100% as the head, I can't expect 30%. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. That's mm-hmm. exactly right. And in and, and, and whatever effort I'm putting forward, um, I'm, I believe anyway within my relationship, I got no reason not to believe it because of what's taking place, is that I'm going to see a, a return on my investment. Exactly. I'm see a return on my investment. Exactly. exactly. And, and, and if... If mama gets what she wants, I'll just put it in, in this, this, this broken slang terminology, but that if mama gets what she wants, then I can get anything I want. She's happy, yeah. you know. She I, happy. I, I, she, she's happy. She gets new shoes. She gets the new uh, new clothes or whatever. Or we get a new – if, if another car comes to this house uh, and, you know, she's she's sporting it because I'm not, I'm not really big on it. My – I'm big on cars, but I want an SL500, uh, right? I can't afford an SL500. So until I get that, <laughs> cars really don't matter too much to me. You know? That's right. There you go. There you go. So, so you know, so uh, now when the time comes for the SL500, I'll be the one behind the wheel. You can guarantee that in this house. But um, but right now, you know, we get, a, we get a new car or whatever. She's sporting it. it. It don't matter to me. And then when it comes time, any time that I want something or do something, it's not an argument. If I want to go, I know we've talked on this call before about going on vacations or something like that. Man, you, you can't do that by yourself. That's, yeah. that's not necessarily true here. If I want to go, anytime we want to buy clothes, it's always for the kids, always for the wife, because I'm not, again, I'm not big on that either. Everybody has their thing. That's not all, that was never mine, clothes and cars and stuff. It's just like whatever. But um, but if I want to do something, I can go for a week at a time in in in. Uh, I wouldn't go out the country, but I can go to Florida and just hang out for, you know, a week by myself. Sure. Um, but that's the kind of thing, and I'm sure everyone has their own little thing. But if, when you make her happy and she knows she can trust you to do your duties and fulfill your, then, you know, she's like, hey, do your thing. If it's golf, you know, maybe it's a golf outing or, or whatever the case is, it's something different than what you're accustomed to doing. She's not going to distrust you because unless you got reasons to. She's not going to distrust you uh, if you're taking care of home. Yeah. She got your back in that regard. You know, we say that as men, we say that all the time about our cars, right? You take care of your car, your car take care of you. But we don't understand that when it comes to our wives. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and just going back to guest eight um, and what the host was saying earlier, marriage is very fragile. Mm-hmm. And I think that we don't really understand a lot of times how fragile it is because there's so many people depending on that marriage to work. Kids, family members, you know, people coming up that are thinking about getting married that are watching your marriage. Um, And I think that when it comes to the intimacy, both parties have a responsibility to make sure that it is top-notch because you have to keep the enemy out of your bedroom. And the one way for that 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 door to be open for the strangers to come in is when you sit there and you're in separate rooms and you're doing separate things and you're not doing everything possible to show love. That's right. You see what I'm saying? And I think that, you know, the pouting should be the pouting should be a time limit. Get over it. Get back on top of the job the next day. Because it's the very next day is when somebody's going to say, hey, what's wrong? 
Oh, nothing. Oh, nothing. What's wrong? Let's talk about it. And then there you are talking to somebody else about your bad sex life. Mm-hmm. But you know, and there she is talking to her mm-hmm. girlfriend about her bad sex life, and her girlfriend's like, "Well, don't worry right. about it. We're gonna take care of that this weekend." Right. Right. You know what I'm uh, saying? We we all have a responsibility to at least do that. Do the affection <laughs> part. Do the mm-hmm. "I love you" part. Do the "Let me show you how much I love you." You know, even if it's not sexual all the time, but let me hug you. Even like the guy that that was dealing with the impotence issue. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Let me show you that I love you in other ways. You know, right. let me, you know, I mean, you ha- I mean that that's basic, but you got to do it. You got to mm-hmm. do it. I mean, you know. But good words, good words. Anybody else? Well, nobody else uh, has anything. It's just after 11 o'clock. I got everything checked off on my list other than, uh, you know, well, I, I one, think, I mean, but I don't know if we need to talk about it. I think the way we need to end it is up right now. But oh, go, ahead. Hold on. go ahead. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, was, I was just going to say, you know, I think, I think T hit a, uh, T. Hit a really strong point on that, you know, Pouton should have a limit to it because I think this goes back to a couple of weeks ago where we were talking about crime. Man, crying or something like that, and I, so I I absolutely agree with that, and I think that's that is something profound that we may overlook a lot as men. But uh, you know, yeah, you're gonna get upset, you can get stressed out in a relationship. I mean, you got the household on your shoulder, so to speak, and uh, you know, there's gonna be times where um, you're gonna maybe not feel appreciated, you know, possibly not feel appreciated. You got a job, you got this, that, and that. Uh, and yeah, it's okay to say, you know what, I'm I'm tired. I'm 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 hurt or whatever the case is, but as the stronger vessel, and I'm just using the opposite of what the Bible calls the woman, the weaker vessel. Then, as a stronger vessel, then we can't we we can't stay there. We're not built to stay there. That's that's not what we do. And so uh, it's okay to pout and say, okay, well, yeah, she's not treating me fair. Pout, pout, or whatever. But then, but of course, you know, too. I mean, are you afraid to tell her that you're not getting what you want? Right. I mean, communication. You know, because, like I told my girl, you know, I make it so you don't have to guess, you know. Mm, That's right. Yeah, you know, and and it and it makes it a whole lot easier. And another thing, and I heard this a long time on the radio, so fighting fair. Yeah. You know, stick mm-hmm. to the point, don't raise your voice, and definitely don't talk about uncle, father, mother, don't bring them in it. You just stay on focus. Because while you're screaming, nobody's listening. You know, mm-hmm. you're not even hearing yourself. And you got to be careful what you say. you got to be careful. Mm-hmm. I I agree with that in terms of that communication. I don't know why I'm stuck on the car analogy now, but uh, I'm stuck on the car analogy. And I'm no mechanic by any stretch of the imagination. So don't ask me nothing about a car outside of these couple of things that I've said tonight. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, that woman, and I'm, maybe because it's just guys on the phone, but that woman being like that car, and I hate to kind of compare it to a car, but being like that car, uh, some things 
you know, going back to what T. Off was saying, being proactive. But some things, like getting an oil change, well, you don't need the light to come on, and you don't need the engine to lock up. In most cases, hopefully you don't. Um, to know that you need to go and take care and get the oil changed, whatever that equates to in your marriage. Right. You know, yeah. you don't you don't you don't need to be reminded of that. You don't need her to tell you that. You don't need to hear that. You don't need the letters posted across the you know on the refrigerator or something like that reminding you to do certain things. Whether that's the cutting the grass or I don't know, however that equates to your your relationship. On the other hand, there are things that you're not going to be proactive, you know, be able to be proactive about. But we try to be as proactive as we can, getting maintenance done on her, any little any little kind of ticks or anything that we hear, getting it looked at and, and taken care of. No different than how a woman would take care of a body, which, you know, is, is funny because a woman will tell a man, you know, here's what you need to do. You need to go to the doctor. Any little pain, any little this, she's going to accumulate a, 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 a doctor bill. And a man will do the same thing for a car, but won't do it for his body, and vice versa. A woman won't do it for the car, but will do it for the body. Um, but... Sometimes the car will tell you what it is that's messing up, whatever it is that's, that's hurting it. You know, you're hearing the muffler, you know, the sound of the muffler, whatever. you know that the muffler had a hole, had the hole in it. Uh, you know that uh, you uh, it, it's riding rough. You know the alignment, or, you know, it's swerving, whatever. You know the alignment probably needs to be uh, adjusted or what have you. And then other times, you should. We should always be in kind of proactive. You know your car better than anyone. You sit in it. You can. Um, a, a woman, your wife, will jump into your car. She rides it and don't hear nothing wrong with it. She got the thing all messed up. You get in it and you're like, "What the heck is that sound? What did you did? You hit a curb or something? You, you know you got to know what I'm talking about. Did you hit a curb? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> no, I didn't hit nothing. I didn't do nothing. I didn't hit no pothole or anything. Like, come on, it didn't sound like this. I know my car, and uh, you know that's kind of. I think within our marriage, I think we need to know our wives as well as we know our cars. Yes. Yes. It should fit. It should, our marriage should fit like our car fits up and we sit in it. We got the seats adjusted for those that have power seats or even though don't have power seats, whatever. The seats are adjusted, mirrors are adjusted, and, you know, it fits us. We have it fitting us. And, in, and, and um, if anyone, if there's any problems with it, we automatically know. You're not gonna pull the you're not gonna pull the wool over my eyes like my daughter tried uh, one time after hitting uh, a curb, and that's probably where that analogy came from. But she hit, hit a curb, and then you know my car's all messed up. I'm hearing all kind of sounds. It's pulling. It's, it's you know it's wobbling. <laughs> you're trying to pull this over my. It's obvious. I know my car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know I think we should know our lives uh, with every every week, every month, every year that goes by that we're, we have her, I don't want to call it, say we're driving her, but, you know, as, as we are in that relationship, I'm learning more about her. I'm getting more sensitive to the sounds. Mm, wow. I'm getting more sensitive, to the, more sensitive to the ride. Idea. I have yeah. a question. Now, uh, now also, uh, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, good job. I have a, uh, a, a real question here. Are uh, you afraid Get your woman mad at you. I wouldn't say that again. Are you afraid of your woman being mad at you? In other words, is it? Do you think like, oh, I got to do this because I don't want her being angry. I don't want her being mad at me. So you just do to please her because you don't want her mad. 
you want to pick and choose. You want to kind of pick and choose your battles, right? I hear a lot of people saying that they pick and choose the fights. I, honestly, I mean, how can you avoid it? But you have to be careful. And, and I, I'll tell this to anyone. When you go in a relationship, you do not want to lose your power. And I don't mean mm-hmm. power over anyone, like, you, you know, you think physical. What I'm saying is power is who you are. Yeah. Because that person will use it and abuse it if you do. And once you lose it, you'll never get it back. So if, because I have a friend, and his his woman, she will pull a stunt like, um, we'll be on a call like because uh, on Skype, and she will show her high parts, and she will say things and do things, and, you know, and then he, he feel, oh, well, I got to do this because she gets in, she'll be mad. You know, and it's like, dude, seriously? <laughs> you know, and when and you mentioned golf, I don't golf. I don't even you know care about it. But you know, every time he wants to go, and and he lets her know he's going golfing, but she always finds a way to throw a monkey wrench into that, and he just goes along, you know. And it's like he's tipping, he's towing around her. You can't just tell him, hey, man, you need to put it in check, but it's like, let me have a full week. Some people don't want that. Some guys, I believe, don't want to have control. They just want to be told what to do, like Mama told them what to do. Mama gave them directions. Now they look for a wife to give them directions. Mm. Right. And I think they just... I think there's a stark difference. I think there's a stark difference, and we need to make sure which one we're talking about. But it's a stark difference between me being scared that she's going to get upset at something and me not wanting to see her unhappy. Exactly. Does that make sense? It does. And if you're to the point that we were talking about earlier, where the intimacy is no longer there and the lovemaking is not fun, what do you got to lose? You already, I mean, (laughs) so once she cuts it off, (laughs) cut it off some more is whack. We need to get it back on. You know what I mean? I don't want it anyway. We need to figure out a way that I'm going to want it again. And here's the thing. It was mentioned earlier with with the, the, the gentleman that was talking. If we don't act like we bang at the moon for it, then we're doing something with somebody else. If he's acting like he don't want it, then he must be cheating on it. You know, and that's the most ridiculous thing because sometimes I just don't want to be bothered. You know? Oh, yeah, but, yeah, but I hear you, and that does make some sense. But let me be honest mm-hmm. with you. But as men, we can collect booty. <laughs> Yeah, we can we we can collect it. We can store it. We can say, okay, you know, I had some this morning, but I'm not gonna turn down some this afternoon. <laughs> no, 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 no. You can be yeah. sleep with somebody else and still go home and have what sex with your stuff. I mean, exactly. We can do it with no problem, no issue. So for you to tell your see, I I never understood that for a man to tell his wife because I've never been able to achieve that. I'm not in the mood. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? I just don't well, understand I'm, how I'm it happens. I'm not necessarily saying you're telling her, but sometimes, it, it, you know what? What what it really comes down to is marriage ebb and flow. Everything comes into it. You know, sometimes you just want to go in your cave and just chill yourself. Now, yeah. I'm one that won't turn it down. No, no, no. Matter of fact, you know, I'm constantly, you know, mm-hmm. you know, but sometimes... No, I get you. I think it I affects get you the intimacy because then she'll think that's all you want. That's all you want, you know. So yeah, kind of get you then. Right? You know, it's like this. Just because a movie's on and you in bed don't don't mean it has to lead to that one place all the time. Just like every time when you have sex, it doesn't have to be the same. You know, yes. so I, you can I, I, do, you can make your evening just foreplay, and that's it. You know, or you, you, you see what I'm saying? What? Well, I was going to say, yeah, so I would want, there's times, obviously, that I, I want some space. I want, you know, I want some space or whatever. I just want to sit in the man cave and whatever. I want some space. But the, I want the space until I can get the booty. <laughs> now, if, if, if she come, if she come downstairs, if she comes downstairs, and she don't even have to have a lingerie on, she's just in the mood. All bets are off. I'm done with my space. Mm-hmm. Now, wait a minute. I, I gotta say this. Um, the chatter online says that her man just sits on the couch for two days, most of us don't even take a bath, and, and she does <laughs> everything to try to get him Whoa. to jump on her bones, and he won't. Uh-uh. So what, what, is, what, is, what happened? But see, but see, see right there. To me, there may be some another issues. There might be depression that. issues, though. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, there's something going on that he may not be talking about. Um, you know, there may be a bigger issue because when you don't want to have sex as a man, mm-hmm. as a man, mm-hmm. I mean, there's something going on there. And yeah. when the fact is that you can sit in the same position for two days and, yeah, whatever. Yeah, hey, done. Yeah, I'll eat. Yeah, I won't eat. Yeah, I'll bath. I won't bath. I mean, there's yeah. something There's something going on that really needs some serious address. You know, psychological. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just like if you're a man and you don't want to have sex, you're not alive. You're, you're not alive. Period. You're just walking. You're exist, existing. You don't want to yeah. blow somebody's back out, and you're a man. Something wrong. Cause that's what we do. That's what we yeah. do. We go and try to conquer and blow the back out, even though we're married. We can't tell nobody, so we look in the mirror and be like, "Yeah, back out." Yeah. And you don't and have all- that anymore. You know. Right. What are you doing? Go ahead. Right. <laughs> yeah. Now I think with the with that particular guest, I mean, there's a, I'm sure there's a ton of different things. Just like T.R. said, if there's something that's going on to where the man's not uh, not bathing, doesn't want to move off the couch, and, and definitely that, doesn't want to have sex, like there's, 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 there's something going on there, and I'm sh- and it's not one thing either. There's a multitude of different things. And I'm matter of fact, as I sit here talk about it, just talking through it, I think the guest who wrote that already knows what some of those things are and just has yeah. chosen maybe not to address them. So, <laughs> 
bigger issue. Let me know if they turn back and say yes. Yeah. Something they say that they may have, have no clue. Something that oh, may no, have no happened clue. that's still lingering. Yep. Wow, no clue. No clue. No yeah, clue. Yeah. Well, if they don't have any clue, I certainly do not. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> For sure. I can't help For sure. If, I, if I may ask, what do you do? Do you sit there and watch him sit there for two days, or do you try to, you know, I mean, does he eat? Romance him, huh? You think he's got to bathe him? After a couple of days, somebody wants to bathe him. Yeah. Well, you know, this, the thing we were talking about works both ways, right? We talked, since this is head of house, so we've, we've, I, at least me, and I always kind of keep the attention, if I can, on, okay, what is it we can do? I understand, you know, the wife isn't perfect, neither are we, but the wife isn't perfect, she's doing her thing, whatever, but irregardless of whether she fulfills her role, I'm still obligated to fulfill mine. And But that works both ways. So irregardless if he's doing anything, he don't want to bathe, he don't want to move, he don't want to have sex or whatever, that still does not negate you from not fulfilling, you know, the wife anyway, from not fulfilling hers. If there's some things that you're not doing because you're upset at him and doing what he's doing or whatever, then maybe those are the things that need to be adjusted. If if you're not doing some of the same things you were before when he was moving and when he was bathing, uh, then maybe we ought to get back to the basics. And if he's sitting there for two days, is he working? Did he lose his job? Uh, you, You know? A lot of things could. Uh, a lot of I, things. I mean, hell, I could get stressed out in this like. Oh. Oops. Yep. One. <laughs> yep. A lot Michael. of things. Uh, it could be a lot of things. A lot of things. A lot. Of things. I came back from vacation. I laid down on the couch probably in about two days too. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I do nothing. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, we yeah. talked about it before, where sometimes you know you come home, you drop the clothes off, and you're just tired. But then there's a time where you can't use that excuse anymore. I mean, you can't. You can't. The guy works from Monday through Friday. So Saturdays is your play time. And if you don't want to play, Saturday and Sunday is your play yeah. and worship time. If you don't want to play or worship, mm-hmm. there's something going on. Something going on in the head, yeah. Something going on mentally. Something going on that, that you know, that, that needs to be addressed or it can only get worse from here. Sounds like yeah. depression to me. Sound like depression. That's what I heard. You know, man, yeah. you know, could be bipolar, could be a lot of things. Oh, could be. Yeah, you're right. But if you love him, then you need to maybe talk to him or talk to someone close to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or have an intervention of some sort. Oh, he's yeah. extremely hurt. So yeah, there's totally yeah, and, broke him. And there may be somebody that that he's talking to. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope so. Hopefully he has an outlet. Yeah. If not, got to have an outlet. Point, it's going to get worse. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, you know, we are an outlet. This is what we do on Tuesdays. Yep. We do outlet work. <laughs> Whatever that means. Good point. Good point. <laughs> so, Good point. That's right. We'll never know his name. We'll never know his name. Right. Put the speakerphone right by the couch since he wants to just lay there. Just let him lay there with the speakerphone no. on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I told her. I said put the computer right beside, sit right beside him while he's watching TV and cut the computer up on full blast and just let him listen to the call. Because, yeah. um, fellas, this is 1130 and it was a good call, man. Good call, good call, good call. But, um, 
you know, I think it's time for open mic. And um, before we get off, you know, we got a shout out to Rodney. Rodney, our, our third partner, wasn't in today. He he is, uh, I want to say, 14 years in the business now. So it's his anniversary tonight. So that's the only reason why he missed tonight. Mm-hmm. And um, his he he will be on the he'll be headlining next week. And his topic is um, inside the mind of a woman. Rodney on the call now. You know he couldn't stay away all night. He had to make his wife go to sleep. You know he on the call. Yeah, I know he on the phone, but he ain't say nothing. So I, 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 was, I thought he might jump in right when I said that. Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. Freaky thing, the butt naked 
Oh, and Paul but naked walking around the house, and uh, she said, all he says is that that's for horse. Uh-oh. Wow. Uh-oh. Mm-mm. Wow. I, 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 I'm going to whisper, it sounds like he's uh, into a different type of love. Maybe. Mm. Yeah, we, well, yeah, we are. He says the only thing he's passionate about is politics. He's a CNN man. Oh. You must watch Anderson Cooper. That might be his best show. Oh. He's a Republican. <laughs> they don't, not they on CNN. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm not. No. No, 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 no. If you doing all that, girl, and trust me, I will, I will miss a Ravens game. And I, I think it's ultimatum time. Game. Yeah, I think that's that. ultimatum time. Neither way that. Okay, you you like CNN? Fine. We going to Atlanta. We gonna take a trip to Atlanta, and we are gonna go to the CNN studio. And I'm and only reason I'm saying that is because uh, I used to I used to really like watching, probably like him too. I like watching the politics and the news and everything like that. And I always I watched a lot of CNN. Um, more so than I do now, um, because it's just brainwashing, brain numbing, I should say, after a while. But um, uh, we we took a trip, not purposely to go to the CNN studio, but we went to Atlanta just to get away uh, for two days. We went to a two day trip, and uh, you know, then I found out that you know you can take tours and stuff through the studio. We went through the studio and everything. I was like, hey, this is this is some cool stuff. As a matter of fact, it was during the Indonesian, uh, uh, what was it, the uh, the uh, tsunami actually happened at that time. So we're seeing live news reports and things like that are going on. It was pretty cool. So, you know, hey, meet him where he's at. If 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 that's all he really liked, then find a way to make that happen. Bring him closer to the action. I don't know. You know, you guys get away for a couple of days and, and maybe you don't go to Atlanta, maybe you go somewhere else. But you know, do do so you gotta meet I one thing I do know for sure is that if you're gonna reach anybody, you gotta start with where they're at. It's great. But, again, and, you know, and I know it's getting late, and I know the host wants to go to mic, but i got to ask this question. Because I asked it earlier, and it just keeps it keeps playing with me. I just can't get to it. How did we get here? How did you get to the place where there's no panties worn in the house at all, and you don't even notice it? How did it get to the point where you rather watch CNN? Jeez, Tony. Jeez. <laughs> how do you get? How does a wow. marriage get to that point where it's like I'd rather do nothing than be with you? Are you sure it's not nothing. that man that got on early that and he's really impotent and he just doesn't want to tell his wife? Viagra. We we had that man before. Wow. We had that man early tonight where he was impotent and he just didn't want to tell his wife. That um, he has a problem, and so in order to avoid it, because he doesn't know how to communicate it, he sits there and does nothing. But now it, it's means of of dealing with that now. So you know, I mean, he, I mean, okay, he might be looking for sympathy. Mm-hmm. You know, but. Like I said, I, I'll, I'll miss the Raven game. I, I'm not one of them. You know, I, I dance in front of the TV and he, no, move out the way because I'm saying come in. <laughs> so, so, I ain't reached that problem yet. <laughs> so, so Tony, is, is communication 
a fundamental reason to get to uh, from point A to point Z so quickly without knowing that you got there? You just wake up and you're there because you're not having the communication. I think that could be. I think sometimes we lose the will to communicate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It happens. I think that. I think that. I think that. that Sometimes it gets deep and snap that it gets hard to communicate. Because Mm -hmm. every time you come with a concern, there's a there's a backlash. There's a there's a rebuttal. You know what I mean? There's a but I did this last month, or no, but I I didn't do this because you did that. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just get beat over the head. Mm-hmm. Like with me, sometimes I get with certain issues, I get mm-hmm. beat over the head so much I just I don't talk about it. Right, right. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. I, well, I already know what her response is going to be, and it's not going to be favorable. So let me just not talk about it. Let me just do without it. Right, right, but, right. You know, so so you know. I think you can try communication. We can do it. We can have a healthy communication. I think it, there comes to a point in your marriage where it's just not, you're not comfortable anymore with communication. Mm. Wow. The, the comfort, the level of comfort is not there. So you just stop talking about it. And that's when the cancer sets in. Wow. You're right. Because if you don't know how someone's feeling or what they're thinking or how, they are, I'll use the term, evolving only because as you get mature, you know, some things you, as you get older, you, you, you start thinking differently, you, you, uh, you know, your, your state of uh, contentment maybe changes or what have you. But, yeah, I mean, you're right. If you're not communicating that, then before you know it, you've already moved to a completely different state of mind. Yeah, it's exactly. all resentment and bitterness and you're holding something against them because... For sure. Sure. And I don't even know who I'm with anymore. Exactly. I, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't in your growing process. Exactly. I just one one day we just started communicating, and all of a sudden you're completely different. Indiv- well, that's the way I'm looking at it. She would be a completely different individual, or she might think I'm a completely. If there's no communication, you're not the person I fell in love with because we didn't grow together. We stopped talking at some point. Now we're two separate in- individuals. Wow. And I think that's what's going on with guest eight because guest eight. The communication that she has to have now, she may not know how to have it because there's so much being thrown at her at one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it's 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 you know we use the example this is above my pay grade. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying mm-hmm. in in the workplace, but in marriage, you say this is above my grasp of, of understanding. And mm-hmm. then you have to understand. Wow. By him doing this, then how did she start feeling about herself? Of course. Well, well I'm going to tell you what, how she feels about herself. She says she's tired because she's only had sex with her husband three times the whole year. Uh, that's coming to an end. I, I and then once he act like he just did her a favor. Yeah, it's something, it's something there. Yeah. It's something there. Yeah. Yeah, There's something going this on. This is ridiculous. There's something going on. And, right and 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 again, back to the communication. How mm-hmm. do you how yeah. do you express any of that? How do you overcome? That? I mean, think about this. Having I mean, think about us having sex three times in one year. How would you go back the fourth time to talk about it with your wife? How did it get to the point where, honey, we only had sex three times last year? 
What would the mm. force be like? How would you be? I mean, you know, what happens after that? And you're dealing you know. with an opportunity. Who's going to be the first one to break the silence? Exactly. Who's yeah. going to initiate this? Think about it. It happened three times. Who initiated the three times? Yeah, it sounds like her. Sounds like her? Sounds like, sounds like mm-hmm. it anyway. Mm-hmm. And, then the last like... Time, mm-hmm. and then the last time, it was like he was doing her a favor by, you know. Yeah, she uh, probably complained so much, she just did it just to do it. His mind no feeling. Else. It goes back to what we talked about before, where we talked about sex, sex just not good anymore, where you just don't want to do it. It's just boring and just don't want to do it. I mean, Look, if I, drove, if I drove to Virginia on 95 South, and the way I'm getting back is 95 North. In other words, if if, if I ended up in a, in a, in a place through no communications, then I've got to come back with communication. The communication route, in other words, is is my is my is my road to to wherever I'm trying to get to. Yeah, it's gonna take me. It's gonna take me south, or it's gonna take me north. But yeah. now, when does it get to the point where you know that it's time to just cut bait? I mean, no matter what, <laughs> it, you know, at some point you have to, for your own self-respect and, and, and your own uh, uh, frame of mind, you have to just say, you know what, this isn't, you know, somebody has to make the move to say, sometimes you've got to give it up, you know. Yeah. Sometimes you got to get it, as they say, you got to get a ghost up, you know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I you got to do it the right way because that can become dangerous now. Because you know, a lot of people say, you know what, I'm gonna give it up, but I don't want to leave him because I love him. But I'm gonna go out here and get, uh, I'm gonna go out here and get um, Tiffany, and from from the job or whatever, from a man's point of view. So she gonna go and get uh, Tyrone, Tyrone, right? And you know, let Tyrone beat it down and then go home like it's nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the simple, and, and, the simple answer. Go ahead, Tony. Well, well, I was about to say, you know, you're driving down 95, and you may have driven so far that you're out of cell coverage. Mm. So the way that you normally communicate with people is not available anymore. Mm-hmm. You may have to pull a truck driver over and start talking to that see that whatever that is, that microphone, that thing, that CB. And you know that kind that 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 communication is different. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's not like talking on the cell phone, right? Your one nine, whatever they whatever they say. Now the communication barrier is different because now the way that you normally talk isn't effective. So now we mm-hmm. got to find a whole different language. He's speaking mm-hmm. a different language at this point. Mm-hmm. He's not speaking cell phone language. He's speaking walkie talkie language. There's a in between everything he says. So you got to stop mm-hmm. and you repeat that. Right. Just and, and or, you know, right, I right. need to find me. I need to find me. I need to get to a cell phone tower. I need to get to an area where I do have service. And I'm not yeah, saying yeah. I, that's not. I'm not saying leave uh, physically. I'm saying leave. Uh, leave where you're at today. I mean, if you're having no communication, then you need to get to a place where you can have some communication. You need to find something that you can talk about. You need to you need to change the uh, the dialogue. If it's if it's all well, you just sitting there. You know, all you do is just sit there. All you doing is you only bathe. You ain't doing nothing. Then you need to change that type of communication because that's no communication. 
That's not to me. Yeah. And I'm not saying she's doing that. I'm just saying that, uh, you know, that's exactly. But to go back to my brother's question, who said that, uh, you know, uh, when do you know that it's time to give it up? Um, I think the simple answer to that is when you've exhausted all of your resources. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 crazy as it sounds, this guy sounds like the kind of guy that wouldn't even care if she had an affair. Could care less. Yeah, I mean, if he, he if he don't care less, and she's sitting right beside him talking to another dude for two hours, right. yeah, he don't even care. He's like, either he's either in love with somebody else. During the week, I don't think he's in love with anyone else. Because he, uh, he ain't going out, he ain't going out actively cheating with him. Because he always there doing nothing. And he don't care about himself. Somebody, well, I ain't never, well, I ain't never well you home know first. what it could all it could be is it could be an idea. You know, we we spoke about this before, and God, I I really hate saying this with her on, on the line, on, but was she his second choice? And he's Uh-oh. grieving over what he missed. You know, it's true. You know, um, it sounds like to me that he's really going through some emotional things, and it's something that is that goes deeper than you, or he's somewhere he doesn't want to be, and he's just yeah. trying to sabotage. Well, I don't think I don't think I don't think it's a matter of enough love. I think it's no love. He don't he don't love himself at all. Therefore, it's impossible for him to love anyone else. So guilt must be on him. It's some something. Something. Some, something is definitely. I mean, yeah. it could be anyway. It could be a passing of a loved one. It could be. Uh, yeah, it could be guilt from something else. It could be he just don't like where his life is right now. Maybe he doesn't feel like he's the man that he you know he wants to be, providing for his family or. You know, maybe she makes more money than him, and that that weighs on him heavily. Uh, you know, well, hey, I mean, hey, they did say he was a conservative, so he might be mad at Obama because he ain't making the money they're supposed to be uh-huh. supposed to be rich, and he he could make two hundred fifty thousand dollars or more, right? Yeah, I mean, if, if, he, if he hates Obama, he usually hates, you know. Yeah, but that's nothing to go through all that. Now, 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 no. let me ask a question because she said something earlier. Mm-hmm. And 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 I thought I was trying to make a correction, but maybe I wasn't because she said that she's hope she hopes that he'll try to go to see a counselor. Mm-hmm. And then I said, "You mean we?" But they tried it. He acted. The counselor asked him, "Did he even want to be there?" But maybe in a situation like this, he needs to go by himself. To find out how he can get back on top of his game, so he find out what's wrong with him. What, why he is acting the way that? He, okay, now she's saying uh-huh. he, he won't go alone, but something has to has to happen here because he won't go he, he won't go alone. But he, when he goes with her, he acts like he doesn't want to be there. Yeah. How long has he he's been in this? I mean, I know he said three times sex in, in a year, but how long has he been in this state? Because it has this evolved. My point I'm trying to get at is how has this been evolving over time? 
how long has he just been chilling out on the I don't even know chilling is the right word, but hanging out on the couch, not bathing, and you know, because because you got to be able to see those signs for a whole lot of reasons. And I, I'm, this is by any stretch of the imagination, this isn't funny. Um, I'm actually being dead serious. You know, there there's uh, you know mental issues or distress or depression. Uh, you know, it evolves over time, and it doesn't end well. So if if you're, you know what I mean, it doesn't end well. Uh, for anyone, and so you kind of want to see the signs, and I'm sure she's probably noticing, and hopefully she is, and if not, reflecting on them now and saying, "Oh yeah, you know, over a period of time, he is he's just kind of he's been uh, diminishing over time, and uh, and he needs some he needs an intervention, he needs some type of some some medical support from psychology." Man, that man it. needs Jesus. I don't disagree with that. A little combination <laughs> of both. You know, but you got to worry about is he giving up his family, his friends? Is he, is he uh, you know, he's got two friends, but he doesn't really talk to them. Let me ask a question. Does he go to church on Sunday? Let me ask that question. Yes, eight? Yeah. Talking to guys, yes, no, he, no, he, he's not interested in the things of God. Okay, so no, okay. Yeah, so that's half his problem right there. Yeah. See, we're getting yeah. down to the root right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he doesn't know how to be a man. He doesn't know how to. I don't. He may not even know the rules of man. He may just be in something. I mean, remember when we talked about at the beginning where. Um, Something has affected this man and has messed up his career, so he's he's trying to avoid what affected him. Do they have any, you know, I don't understand why he would not, if they're not arguing and they, they're talking and they don't have any other issues other than in the bedroom, I just don't understand what the problem is. Guess they will, guess they what? What kind of conversations have you had? Cause I know something's been said. It had been some type of conversation tonight. It had been an argument that just pissed him off so bad where he's just like, I'm out. I'm, yeah, I'm nah. out. She, she's going to have to go back and, and run it's things deeper back than that. in the beginning. It's sure. deeper than it's that. Deeper. It's deeper One than argument would do this for three, yeah. three years? No. Three years? Yeah, it's three years. How is he won't even argue. In the house? Right. Something had to happen, man. I don't know what it is. A death in the family, something. He's eating. Is he eating what you cook? Or is he just completely a roommate at this point, cooking for himself, um, you know, paying his his part of the bills, um, taking care of his ride, kind of paying his car or whatever, and, and just not concerned with you at all? Or, I mean, what's the communication? What's the relationship actually like right hey, now? Hey, um, hey uh, host? Yes, sir. I think you need to make a, an executive decision on this one because she All is right. typing up the whole page. <laughs> Why don't you just get her to call in and we can just, you know, there try you to help go. out if yeah. we can. Just get her to call in. And then just what, go is, ahead and call what is his, his work week like? I mean, does he get up on time? Does it go? Because, you know, I, I dated a girl where her father was a, a weekend alcoholic. I mean, you, you know, Friday through Sunday, you, you know, you would think he didn't have anything responsible in him. And then Monday, too, he gets off Friday, he's 
working, he's at work, he's on time, he does his job, you know, so it's like... Six thirty, three thirty. He's at work and comes home safely on time. Wow! Doesn't come wow. in late. Doesn't stop by. No, he's not cheap. I didn't think he was cheap. That don't sound like a. Nah, that don't sound like. Come on, no, 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 no. I'm done depressed then to a point. Drug use. Cause you pop in your collar as if you cheat. You all, you all yeah. giggling and carrying on, popping your collar and you know. Putting on new cologne and all that stuff. <laughs> That's right. You, you're not walking around unbathed if you cheat. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, unless you're cheating with a slob. And that, that, that. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think uh possibility that guess they don't dial in? Well, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. Guess they yeah, just call we, in. We asked her to call in, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, just okay. call in. You know, Why that that you got good. it? Hello? Yeah, yeah, Hello. Hello. Perfect. How this you doing? Guest eight. Hello. Hey, guest eight. Welcome, you? welcome, welcome. Yeah, welcome. we are trying to figure this thing out. I know. I'm so perplexed. I couldn't spell that, so I didn't write it. <laughs> well, you sound fine anyway. I'm serious. I was getting ready to say, I'm not going to blurt a little. No, you can whisper in my ear and, and you, I'll you come out of a coma. <laughs> So, let me ask you this question. The question I was trying to ask, and I, and I appreciate Tony even bringing that up uh, to have you call in, but was what is the relationship like today? What what are the what what words are being said? Is it a roommate situation? Is he? Eat, I know you're saying he's eating all the time, just laying on the couch and kind of doing that. Is he eating food? Is he cooking? Are you cooking dinner? And, and you guys are and he's just taking his food to the couch, or is he just doing his own thing? Completely. All of the above. All of the above. You guys really don't have any dialogue. You pass each other maybe. I mean, it's, you know, how are you? How was your day? You know, that sort of thing. And then. He does um, ask you that. He does. He asks. Okay. Uh-huh. And then um, if I didn't have a whole lot going on, then I'll ask him what was going on with him. And he just says, oh, it was busy. So that's the end of the conversation. <laughs> so, okay. you know, I said, well, you, okay, so I guess you need your time or whatever. I'll leave you to yourself. And he commences to watching television. I mean, this goes on every day. I want to get the cable turned off. That's how bad it is. Wow. Hey. But, you now, know, what? That, that wouldn't even help because he has now found out that he can go to the library and rent old DVDs of The Wire and the unit and stuff like that, so he could watch those DVDs. He doesn't even need cable. Wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. He has a disorder of some kind. Hmm. Well, um, would would you be able to get him to actually go talk to some professional about his mental state? No, because he, according to him, there's nothing wrong with him. Well, yeah, well. Do you sit? Do you sit and watch any of those shows with him? I do. And that's not, what you, just, that's not what you just told me. <laughs> that's not what you just told us. No, sometimes I do, but it's not all the time. I mean, okay, cool. How does that go? I mean, I just sit there, and then he, like, when he was caught up in the wire, one day I came downstairs and he was watching it, and I just 
happened to sit down, and he was like, yeah, and this is so-and-so, and this is Stringer Bell, and that's, okay. I know that's your boy. So I was like, yeah, that's my boy. And then he <laughs> started telling me about the characters and what was going on. So I kind of got pulled in. So mm-hmm. I sat there and I watched it, and then he was communicating with me, but only about the show, which is fine. Sure. You know, because it was the most he had said to me in a week. Wow. You know, he's social disorder. He's very withdrawn. Well, well he's social disorder. You you might want to try to do that more often, as painful maybe as that is, because maybe you just don't like those shows or what have you, and and you're not having really conversations about what's going on in the house or what's going on in your relationship. It's only about the show, but having some communication, I think, where you guys are able to talk um have dialogue, not just, hey, how you doing, how was your day, but having some type of dialogue, I think it's helpful. And my guess is over some time that, that turns into other conversations. Yeah, right. like politics. Like, yeah, yeah, like how, like do you talk politics with him at all? I engage him in everything that I know he's interested in. When the wow. Cowboys are playing, I sit there and I hey, sit and I watch. That's the problem right there. He's always the the saying right, right there. Right there. Right there. Right there. Right there. You got a good man. You got a good man. Here we go. Oh, oh, here, we here we go. go. Here we go. Here we go. I take it. I sit there and I watch it. And then when our teams are playing against each other, then, you know, I get to talk a little bit of trash. Sure. oh that's it right there. How dare you have another team and live in that same house? That's well, the sin. Let me tell you this. When when I asked him if he wanted me to get a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader uniform and he told me no, Uh-oh. that squashed all of that. So I am a diehard Eagles fan. Women. Good people. My people. For my people. When did we need to get him to. I was going to get it to wear for him. I was going to wear it. I was going to wear oh, it for him. Oh, yeah. No, you don't have to do that. Mm-mm. Oh, I got I the Dallas You got you a Dallas man in the Eagle home. That's just a bad issue right there. That's I just, know. Just, I know. I know. Yeah, My guess is three years ago is when you told him you were going to be, you an Eagle fan. No, he knew that when he met me because I was, I, oh. I, I, I figured that shut down everything. No, 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 no. He he even bought me an Eagle's lanyard and baseball cap. You know, it doesn't yeah. care. If I may yeah. ask, can you pinpoint exactly when the turn happened? Um, He started ignoring me sometime in mid-2009. He would just come home, sit in the den, and our house was set up differently then. We lived in a different place. So um, he would just, like, you know, go in the room and in the den and watch TV, and I'd peek my head in, you want to eat? He's like, whatever, you know. That man don't know how lucky he is. And yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. Has, so I has, asked him, you know, well, what am I doing? I always check in with him. What am I doing that's making you check out emotionally? What can I do to make the relationship better? What Was it the move? What Did y'all move from me? Hold on. Mm-hmm. We moved, we've moved three times since we've been married, and we'll be married five years in December. Mm. So you moved into that home in 2009? No, 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 no. We moved into that place where this started 
back in 2007 when we first got, just before we first got married. Then we left there and moved closer to D.C. so I could be closer to work because he wasn't working. Oh, let me back up. So in 2009, he lost his job, but he was only out of work for about not three months, three or four months. Mm-hmm. Then he got another contract with, you know, some company in Virginia, and then he um, – then that didn't work out. So he was there almost a year, but then in 2010, like in the first quarter between February and March, he lost his job again. But this time, he did was he was out of work almost a year. So most of mm-hmm. 2010 was him with this this routine of I'm going to sit on the couch with my laptop on my lap with the TV on and my feet on the ottoman. Sounds right? like he gave up. So he gave up. He, once he got his job that he has now, he moved to Arizona. And then I followed him four months later. But when I got here, I, I felt like I was living with a stranger. I don't like. Oh, I, I don't so know you who. had to follow him? Well, yeah. Yeah. Job yeah. moved. So you couldn't leave when he wanted to leave because of your job. Right. And I didn't really want to leave my job because I was making really good money. And, it's, you know, he came out here because he had been out of work for, like, 11 months. Mm-hmm. So do you think it's just the area? What do you he, mean? he hates it? Like, he hates oh, it in Arizona? Absolutely not. He absolutely loves it here. Like, he smiles when it gets up to 115. Yeah. I, I'm like, are you out of your mind? He's like, I'm, like, I'm going to say something that... that people on here may not believe in, but it could be something paranormal. What you mean? Say that like, again. He was a, uh, he's an alien? Because I think... No, 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 no. Paranormal. I mean, they... Paranormal. Paranormal, meaning there, there could be spirits, there could be demons, there could be the dwelling itself. Yeah. Now I'm not trying to convince anybody. I thought that too. I just you know, didn't say it. But I remember my cousin um uh, was going through similar things and and um it turned out that someone put roots on it. Well, I, I mean, you know what? I have no idea what to even think at this point because I was just talking to my girlfriend the other night, and she said, well, where is your husband? And I said, oh, he's just downstairs. He's watching TV. She says, well, that's not how I remember y'all. And I'm like, what do you mean? So she went on to tell me she remembers how he used to look at me when we were all together and how he was like sitting real close to me, and and I said, yeah, I remember that too, but that's been at least three years since I've had that kind of attention. I don't know what's going on. She was just shocked. She was shocked. She said, I thought you guys were doing good. And I said, well, we're we're okay. Like, we're not fighting, but, you know, there there's something missing. That's for sure. So, so, you did, so if, I'm, if, I'm, if I have this straight, this, this change you noticed taking place Around the time that you, he moved to uh, Arizona. No, no. Okay, the, I'm sorry. Then I'm the, yeah, the change the change started a couple years after we were married. It's just I felt like, and I brought it to his attention. I said, I just feel like you're taking me for granted a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Like, you know, you come home and 
oh, she'll be there, you know. I don't have to say, I don't have to prove her. She's going to be mm-hmm. there, that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And so he says, okay, well, I'll I'll do better. And then he'll do better for about a week or two, and then it's back to the same old stuff. So after a while, I just stopped bothering him because I felt like I was bothering him because I really do try not to be a nag. It's easy for a woman to be a nag. You just say the same thing over and over again. And I don't want to be I don't want to be her. That's not cool. That's not attractive. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you know, now, that it's not and I know that. So, so I'm like, outside, what, huh? I'm sorry, outside of the house. You guys do nothing outside of the house, you don't go anywhere mall or anything, grocery store, anything yeah, we together. Do. We go to okay. the grocery. We go to the grocery together. Mm-hmm. How does he act then? He just pushes the cart, and I put the food in the cart. I mean, okay. <laughs> that's kind of how me and my wife are. So it's not strange about that thus far. Yeah, he's, you know, and he likes to talk about the people in Walmart. So he gets oh, really? oh yeah, he gets a kick out of laughing at the weirdos that come in there and the way they're dressed, and you know that okay. kind of stuff. So that's now is that on the norm? How's that? How often is that? Probably once a week. Okay. Yeah. What, else, what else outside of the grocery store? Um, every once in a while, some friends of ours will ask us to go out. So we'll go out with them. Okay. But um, he's not with me when we're out. It's funny because we'll, out, walk in, we'll, come, we'll walk in together, but then, huh. you know, we quickly split and he's over there and I'm over here. And, you know, sometimes I don't see him for a while. Because he's off talking or whatever he's doing, I don't know. So, you, so not a restaurant? Then you're talking like a club or then or something? Oh no, it could be a restaurant. And you guys would sit at separate tables or something? No, he could be like sitting across the table talking, or it could be we're all oh, standing okay. around the bar. You know how they go to okay. high boys okay. and stuff. Sure. Does he interact with others that you go out with, or does he act the same with the way he acts with you with them? Oh, no, he's very jovial, and, you know, when he gets around people, he's not real quiet or whatever. He's okay. run his mouth. It's so funny because we will be in the car, and this is no no joke, we'll be in the car. There is no conversation had from the house to the venue, okay? Once we get to the venue, then he's run his mouth. We get back in the car, and there's no more conversation unless I say, well, did you enjoy yourself? And he says, yeah, it was fun. And that's it. Hey, can I ask a question? <laughs> I think I think I'm starting to understand something here. Mm-hmm. Does he resent you for something that you can think of? Is there any reason why he may resent you? You don't have to tell us what it is, but yeah, we we don't need to know what it is. But is there something? Because it sounds like there's a resentment going on. Yeah, I think that too, but I can't mm-hmm. think of what it is. Or maybe because I'm very open and I don't hide anything from him, and mm. I talk to I I talk to my ex, I talk to my friend. Stop! 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 Right stop, there! Stop right yeah. there! Said uh, don't say that. <laughs> don't go no further than that, right? Okay. Don't go no further. <laughs> Is there a possibility he heard or found out any communication about you speaking with your ex? No, because I told him I tell him everything. It's well, not like that's worse. So you could not, you told him you could not be to my woman ex. and told me you talked to your ex because guess what? I don't want to see you no more. Because I I, right then I don't trust you. Well, so first me. of all, let's let's pump the brakes. Hold up. Sure. Here's, the, here's the situation. 
My mm-hmm. ex is actually my childhood friend. We grew up together. Okay. So our, our conversations are he's complaining about his wife, and I'm telling him, you need to do X, Y, and Z. And there will be months where I don't hear from him. But every once in a while he will call me, and I let my husband know, oh, I talked to blah, blah today. Uh-huh. He, he called complaining about his silly wife again, and then he laughs, and that's the end of it. And, I, I mean, if anything, that could be it. I don't know, and maybe he's just not being honest because, again, I ask him, do you have a problem with me talking to him? If you don't want me to talk to him, I won't talk to him. And he says, I don't care. That's it. Mm. I don't care means yes, I got a problem yeah, with that. I don't care. I don't care. He just found it. Or he doesn't say I don't care. I said he doesn't care. But yeah. he says, you know, he's like, No, I don't I don't care about that. Yeah, if he said I don't care, that means he has a problem with it. Has, so, he, come, so, has he spoke with him? No, he won't no. Uh, he doesn't even like it when I talk to his ex. So so hold on, hold on, hold on. To his ex? <laughs> hold I on, talk so, to well, his before ex. Before I get to that part. Before <laughs> get to that part. Because now you're really just taking me there. Before we get to that part, the two years, the first two years that you were married, that sounds like that was the better part of the marriage. Right. Um, he knew that you were talking to the ex, and the ex would call, and you guys would have a conversation, correct? Yeah. Okay, so that didn't happen later on in the relationship. No. It was happening okay. while we were dating. While you were even dating. So so I'm, a, I'm myself, personally, I'm going to X that off the list. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a good thing, and I know how men can kind of think, but I don't think that's really messing his head up that much that he's acting like this, if that's already been taking place. Now, let me jump on the second part of you just said. So you and his ex are friends? We're friendly, yes, very friendly because of his son. And I'm just trying to build a better rapport. Since we've been in Arizona, his son has not been out here. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to build a better rapport with her to put her at ease so that she can let up on the reins and let that baby come out. I mean, he's not a baby. He's going to be 14 in September. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Her issue is she didn't want him flying by himself across the country. So she didn't let him go. So I said, well, why don't you come with him so you can put your mind at ease and I can show you where he would be going to school and where the doctor's office are, you know, what okay, everything. So- Okay, so stop then. Have you developed that relationship over those years, or that's always been there since you guys are dating too? We have been friendly, yes. I mean, the very first time I met her, she hugged me. Mm. I never yeah. got any baby mama drama from his ex ever. Well, that's nice. So we yeah. have a very good relationship, I think. Although, you know, his mom didn't like her, and she didn't have favorable things to say about her when I first entered, now it seems like his mother doesn't like me. So now I have one question though. Yeah. How is his relationship with his boy since his boy is fourteen? Does he call him all the time while he's no, sitting he on the couch? Or? No, he doesn't. I call him all the time. They they will text back and forth. I can tell you this. I have spoken more to his son than he has. He calls me. He texts me. You know, more than he talks to his father. I mean, because there have been days where he has text me almost all day long and I'm like are you in school because he got in trouble so I you know I called his I called his mother and I said you know the son is texting me pretty much all day I've told him to stop and I said don't text me until you get out of school so I let her know then he got grounded because he knew better and then finally, mm-hmm. he just recently got his phone back because it's the summertime. So, mm-hmm. but he went right wow. back to the same old, 
all day long. And, you know, he's telling me, like, he's swimming now, and he he wants to, you know, tell me about that, and he's all excited about his meets and everything. And I'm like, well, when you come out here, there are plenty of water parks and pools. I'll be glad to take you. Mm-hmm. And then I'll ask his father, and his father's, I said, you talk, you talk to your son today or you text your son today? Uh uh-uh, uh, I ain't, I ain't talked to him. What? So okay, hold on. So did he have, he had a relationship with him before he moved out to Arizona? Um, how was that relationship? I don't really think they have one. I mean, the okay. little, the little boy loves his father. He adores him. Um, he idolizes him, but he also knows that his dad doesn't always tell the truth. Like I'm gonna come get you, and then he doesn't for whatever reason. Okay, so now we're gonna go deep. So. What about his relationship? I'm not trying to drill you, but just trying to help. But uh, his Thank relationship you. with his dad. Um, to me, I I don't see much of a. I mean, his parents are still together. You know, they live in North Carolina, along, and his son lives down there too. So everybody is pretty on the surface. They're close, but then when you ask him, "Oh, well, have you talked to your parents?" No, I ain't talked to them in a couple months. Really? Wow. I, talk to my mom every other day. Like, I know everybody is not the same, but a couple of months, that seems a long time. And how's his relationship with your with the in-laws? With him, your, with my... Your parents, yeah. Oh, yeah, he and my mom are cool. Every, mm. Pretty much every time I talk to my mom, she always yells, like he can hear her. I don't know why she does this, but she starts yelling. She calls him by his name, and he can hear her. It's so weird. And then he says, hey, mama. And then I'll put her on speakerphone, and then they have their little kiki, ha-ha moments, you know, say a few things, and then she and I are back to our conversation. So it's okay. fine. But the funny thing is, the reverse is, I don't get that from his parents. They don't do that. They never ask to speak with me, or they don't call mm-hmm. the house. They just call his cell phone. Whereas mm-hmm. my mom, yeah, my mom will call the house where she gets a chance to actually talk to him on her own, and then she'll ask for me. So... Very strange. I don't, I don't get it. And I just keep thinking, well, maybe this is just the way they are. This is their family dynamic. But it's gotcha. not. It's not acceptable to me. I just, no. Wow. I can't see. Well, yeah, maybe his father was like that, and he figures. He actually acts more like his mom than he does his dad. His dad has. He's a very personable guy. He's a fun-loving guy. He's he's a lot like me, actually. We get along very well. But when his mom, she's the kind of person like him, she'll come home and watch television for hours. Like she takes her her soap operas and she sits there and watches her television. So mm-hmm. I I just wonder if that's just ingrained in him. That's what he's supposed to do. Because she he was her. Partner in that. Yeah, they used to sit and watch TV and stuff. You know, I'll say from a from a father's perspective, um, when especially with a son, and your son, his son's fifth, uh, fourteen, I guess now around fourteen years old, and um, you know around that age, if you hadn't spent a lot of time, even if you have spent. A lot of time. I mean, even today, I you know I have my son's nineteen, and he's 
you know, we spend a lot of time together, but I always still say, you know, we could have spent more time. There's always that. We could have spent more time. Right. And 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 him not spending any time, and now he's 14, almost T-Hawk, like we were saying, where did the time go kind of thing? And and, and now you see this young man, and you're like, wow, I didn't even, I, I didn't spend a whole lot of time with him. If he's doing good now and anything, achieving anything, I'm not really, I, I, maybe I don't feel responsible for doing it, and I feel bad about it. And I'm not maybe saying that, this is Maybe issue, that is it. Maybe it but is I know because a, how could a, he feel good about it? How could he feel good about himself as a father if he hasn't been there since the child was three years old? I mean, he left. Sure. He's the one that's been moving all over the country. His kids sure. been in North Carolina the whole time. Now, granted, he goes back every Christmas. He spends every Christmas with them, with his family, mm-hmm. his mom, his dad, his sisters, cousins, and his son, his nephew and stuff. He does that every single Christmas. And you talk in the way that you aren't there. No, I'm not there. No, sometimes I couldn't go because I just didn't have the time off of my job. I couldn't get the time off. Other times we didn't have the money because, you know, we moved far. Sure, sure, sure. And it, we have two dogs, so you got to put the dogs in the dog hotel. Right. And you got that's expensive. So it's just like, no, let me just stay home. Back on the father thing, because that's a that's a very difficult difficult thing to do, especially if he. I think it's one thing if that son was never around anymore. Last time he seen him when he was three years old. Right. No. That's no, one no. thing. I know. Him. I know. Right. But so that's one thing. But another thing to uh, really haven't been involved in his life. Not really. But have seen him or at least heard of different things going on in his life, still being involved in it some way. I think that speaks to the point of him saying, yeah, I'm going to come get you, and then I don't, because maybe there's a guilt trip that he's laying on himself yeah. about being involved in it, and maybe it's not so much. I know on the surface it's easy just to say, well, he's just lying to the kid. He's in it. But there's something behind the fact that he would say it but not follow through with it. I think it's something more than just uh, – than just something good to say to the to the kid. I think he really wants to do it, but it's right. not hold him back from doing it. And I don't, you know, I think it's more of the some of the guilt. So I think that may be some of the just from being a father myself and and, and uh, knowing how that relationship can really affect really affect a, a father. And I had um, my son, my son older, uh, he's the well, he's the uh, he's the only boy, and I had him before I was married to my wife. And I remember his mother leaving at one point, uh, taking him uh, with, and I didn't know where he was at for about three months, which tore me up because I, you know, was spending all kind of time with him. I go out during the week over to uh, her mother's house and, and pick him up, or weekends and things like the holidays, whatever I could do. But then for like three months, when she finally just moved, she moved some other guy. I, you know, I had a real problem with the fact that some other guy he was going to end up being raised, calling him dad or something like that. That really bothered me for a long hmm. time. So, uh, for and they, even though three months, three months might have been thirty years to me. Right. Um, so, so I, you know, I think that that may be weighing on. That's why I was asking about him and his father's relationship because he might be like, you know, I, I don't like my dad, and it sounds like he does have some kind of strained relationship there if he's not talking for months at a time, and then then looking at himself in the mirror and saying, I'm turning into my dad. Hmm. No. To my son. No, his dad was there. I mean, his dad is the one that took him to school and and. I know, but, but so, so there's a difference between you were in the house, but you weren't in my life. Right. There's a difference. That's very true, and that very well may be the case. But his, the fact that he's not calling for months at a time, uh, that that says a little. 
Yeah. That said yeah. something. He yeah. says that that's how they are, though. They don't have to talk. Because, see, he thinks something's wrong with me because I call my mom every other day or at least every third day. Nah, you know, I don't I don't let a whole week go by without talking to her. So that oh. sounds like a little bit of just family dynamics. Right. They could have been in the house all the well, I guess it was the three of them or maybe other siblings. Yeah, and, and never interacted with each other. No. Maybe not, I don't know. Because when I go around and I observe, there's no affection. I don't see them being affectionate or So he just or, doesn't know how. Sure. It sounds yeah. like he needs to learn. And, and I asked him, do you want to learn? Do you know? First, the question was, do oh, you? Oh, no, wrong, I, wrong are question. You, are you, I said, are you just not an affectionate person? And he said, no, I'm not. And I said, would you be willing to learn? But it also sounds like he's not a sexual person. No, he isn't. So okay, now, that on. could stem from I don't know how trauma as a child. I don't you know, know how you he know. I don't know. But, 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 but how do you get to the section? Go ahead. There you go. No, that's the question. That's Say what? Okay, go ahead, Rodney. I, I was just saying, at one point he had to be affectionate. He was extremely affectionate. That's why I just uh-huh. looked at him when he said that. He was just so close to me. I remember my godmother, when, I, when she first met him, we went over her house for dinner. We were literally sitting so close. She was like, you need to leave some room for the Holy Ghost. I mean, come on. Like, that is how close he was sitting. <laughs> he was sitting close to me. We were always bunned up, as everybody said. If I could ask, did is, is, did y'all lose a child or anything? We've had issues with fertility. So. Yeah. Okay. okay. But, I mean, this is pretty recent. Like, so we've, you only, were... we've only really started trying, really, this year. And it's mm-hmm. been unsuccessful. By the means of, you know, doctors intervening with their little yeah. stuff. Stress so he was infection for two. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I just think stress also can also play sometimes it plays a role too. And he may be under some some serious underlying stress, I'm thinking. How long was that the infection was going on for for those two years then? I mean yeah, or during the dating yeah. process. For the dating, for the year and a half of dating, and like a year, a year, a year, a year to a year and a half, almost two years of marriage, and then it just started to wane off. Hmm. You know. I'm now, not, when, Chloe, I was going to say, so when you when you say affectionate, I, I'm not talking about any of the sexual stuff. I'm just no, saying affection in terms of opening the door for you, holding or maybe pulling your chair, holding hands, right, pulling out the chair for you, or uh, the, okay, you know, just so the holding pulling up. of the chair has, has ceased. That was years ago. He stopped doing that. Yeah. Um, he does open the door, but that's only because I I make him do it. I won't I won't touch the door if he's around. I don't touch doors. Okay. So that's the only that's, reason that continues. That continues today. Okay. Yeah. Now, now you know this it's a certain behavior that happens sometimes when a couple has a child and then the her, her husband. No longer sees 